another Nick No Banger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Who is it? Favro Radio. Favro Radio. Favro Radio. She read the dog. She read the dog, baby. Favro Radio, baby. Favro Radio, baby. Say what? Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Let's do it. This is the show called Favor Radio. When you heard it here first, yeah, yeah, let me know. To all this tuning and listening, no stereo. My intro's like the wind rolling in, yeah, very slow. Favor Radio. Come on. Favor Radio. Yeah, yeah. Favor Radio. Should read it die, baby. Favro Radio. That's right. Favro Radio. Favro Radio. Uh huh. This is it, kid. To the talented and gifted. That's why we come raw, we come real authentic and sharp with it. She read the dog, baby. Y'all visit. Tune in to Favro Radio. When you heard it here, you heard it first. That's right. Tell your friends, tell your family. On that note, we out. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Hey, 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 family. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And yes, you are tuning in to Favorite Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Favorite Radio, family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Jay Rated R, and you are tuning in to Favor Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. I like to thank the Heavenly Father first and foremost for guiding me on this adventure, or this journey, shall I say. That he has me on. And and let me tell you something. It's not an easy one. It's not all fun and games. But you appreciate every aspect. Every moment. Because it's life. Something that we take for granted. A lot of us. Because we expect routine. We go through the daily rituals. And regiments. We expect to get out of our beds. With no problems. We expect to be alive. We expect to go to the next function or an event or whatever the case is we expect to go to work or do our jobs we expect people to take us for granted every day because we take ourselves for granted and there's a lot of you and I don't know who you are but if you're a human being I'm sure and I've done this as well I'm sure a lot of you depending on where you are in your life I'm not saying all of you are like this 
And there may be at a point that some of you used to be this way, but because you've lived a little bit longer or whether you've just lived in general and you have learned to not take things for granted such as I have and I'm not saying that as a boasting or a bragging I'm saying that because I'm it's my testimony I don't take one moment or person for granted but people will take you for granted people will take the moment for granted we have a very dishonest bunch in this world people can lie they will create stories fabricate things to do a few things here one to hide from the truth or to take the heat off of themselves or because they're as the bible say despisers of those who do good as second timothy chapter three talks about and to me it's very sad because the first thing that you have to the rule of thumb is it starts in your own household it starts in your own circle in your own camp and the bible has warned us of that too And if you've done anything, if nothing else on Favor Radio, I hope that you all have learned and listened to Jay when he's given scriptures of the Lord. And not just in a negative connotation, family. The scriptures are not to make you feel bad. They're to warn you. They're to give you guidance and instructions. And they're to help you become a better person, more prosperous, more successful. The Lord wants you to be successful. Religion has taught you that to be and and the word you have to be broke (laughs) that's nonsense these are all fairy tales these are all things that are not true and so today we're going to be talking about what's not true when it comes to the bible what's not true when it comes to the word and what's not true as to who god is versus who he isn't all of this you'll find out from your bible you know I hate to sound like the barrier of some bad news here, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. And if that's a pessimism to a lot of you, then take it for whatever you feel that it it is. But I assure you, it's not a fact. Because if the scriptures, if the holy word from the Father that you all, a lot of you say you follow, if he is the same today, or if he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, then why are you acting like what he says is Spanish to you or Greek to you or Arabic to you. I'm talking to anyone who doesn't understand these languages. He's making it clear in all languages to all people of all walks of life and all translations. This is who I am. This is who you are. This is what I expect. This is what I love. This is what I hate. Learn of me. As he keeps telling you all to do throughout the scriptures, just like Matthew 11, 28 says, learn of me and I will give your soul's pet peace and rest. Learn of me and you will receive your blessings. Learn of me. Abide in me and I will abide in you. I will never let you go. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. We turn our backs on the creator. So what makes us think the people won't turn their backs on us? And a lot of people are so used to hearing this message. It goes in one ear and completely out the other. And these will still be people that say, I love y'all. Yeah, but you don't love your neighbor. You don't love the ones you claim to love. If y'all can turn your backs on things at the twinkling of an eye, what do you think y'all is going to do? He says, do unto me 
as you would have anyone do unto you. Now, he says do unto others as, as you would have them do unto you, but he says what you do to others, you do to me also. And I've read that to you all in the Bible. And if you need a little bit understanding, that's in Matthew 25. But if you don't read your Bible, you don't know that. If you don't study your word daily, you don't know that because a lot of you put your day-to-day -day life ahead of the Most High. You don't prioritize and you don't make him an important part of your life. He should be your life for crying out loud. And yeah, I'm saying it because I'm not going to be one of those people who are ashamed of him. I'm taking the time to give him thanks every day, all throughout my day. I'm giving him thanks because if it were not for him, I'd be dead. Hell, if it were not for him, I wouldn't even be here. So if anybody knows your pain, if anybody knows your struggle and understands it better than you do, if nobody in this world is anyone you can turn to, no matter who they are or who they're supposed to be, the one person will never leave you or forsake you, who's always been there from the beginning of time, since before time, who created you and put breath in your body, who's blessed you all the way through, who's seen it when you turned your back on him, but he still was waiting on you to come back. Nobody has ever did that except one person, and that's God himself. So with all this hypocrisy that's going on out here, if you're one of these people who say one thing and do another, with all this double talk, backstabbing, double entendres, two cold case, if you are anybody that's still got this in you, you don't have the Holy Spirit running through you like you say you do. Because the Holy Spirit is supposed to allow people to change over time, not overnight, over time. If you're someone who says you study your word, but you don't do the things the word tell you to do, you're still living in the world. If you're still telling people lies because you can't find it in yourself to tell the truth, you're still living in the world. If you think of yourself highly more than anything else or anyone else that you're not responsible or at fault for anything, you're still living in the world. If you don't give God thanks every moment of your life, if you just say it because it sounds good, but you don't mean it in your heart and you put other things in your heart before y'all, you're still living in the world. Do you cry when you see certain things? Some of you do. Some of you don't. Some of you think crying is a sign of weakness, especially when it comes to women versus men. And let me tell you something. There are women out here that will take advantage of a man because he's shown them their, his vulnerable sides. There are all women out here, yes, that will look at you as if you're some kind of punk because you've shown them your vulnerable sides. But then there's women out here who still say, well, I want a man to express himself and to show me who he is and is not afraid express his feelings and cater and I don't say cater but confide would be the better word right to confide in me a lot of women say that and then as soon as a man shows him these things tells him his most deepest inner secrets and truths what does she do later on she throws it back in his face and there's men that do the same for women why am I saying that because of today's title 
And this is nothing new under the sun. And in fact, it's nothing new on this show. I've always spoken this way about something to some degree when it comes to men and women. A lot of us ought to be ashamed of ourselves, but we don't have enough common decency to even do that. We don't even know how to be ashamed. We're so used to filthy living. We're so used to feeling entitled. We're so used to being head over shoulders, having our butt on our shoulders, as the old folks say. We're so used to not having a reality check. And when somebody comes along and gives you one, they're either called mean, disrespectful, even though they don't have to be caught cussing you out or saying anything except y'all want the truth and friends, right? You ask for the truth. And I don't think you really want what you ask because you guys are asked for these things. The Lord will give it to you. And then you turn around and spit in his face about it and complain. So what do you do? You go where you don't have to hear that. You go where somebody caters to your ego. You go where somebody's kissing your butt and flattering you all the time. And yet you haven't changed one bit from the person that you were. But you want somebody else to accept that. But you don't accept somebody else the way they are. Y'all are hypocrites, man. And this is weighing heavy on my heart because human beings will always fail you, but God will never fail you. This is why he tells you in Psalms 118 verse 8, put not your trust in man. But put your faith in the most high. And it's all over the Bible. But I'm not going to be giving scriptures like that today on those particular subjects. I'm going to be giving scriptures today on what the myths are versus the facts of the most high. And we're going to use scripture for that. So on that note, family, please humble yourself. If you've learned anything or if you haven't, hopefully on this show you've learned more than you knew and you learned as you went. I'm learning every day. No one man or woman is an island. And it's a shame that you have to keep repeating, regurgitating and re-emerging on the scene and saying those things. But it's necessary. And there's always new, fresh people coming out of nowhere who haven't heard those things. I've got well over 300 some episodes. That's really not a lot if you think about it. Because there was times I could have been doing more and more. But I was either sick, dealing with something personal. And of course, I mean, those things happen, right? I mean, I'm human. I have life. I have priorities. I have things. I have to work. I have bills. I have struggles. I have a lot of things going on, just like everybody in this world has I may not have had the YouTube videos up. I may not have had a lot of things that we here on Fable Radio have wanted to have done, but the Lord still works with me with what I have, and he's granted me more, and he's given me the ability. What I've learned, though, is you cannot trust and put your trust in people to help you. Folks will do whatever it takes as long as things are going their way. And the moment something doesn't go their way or the moment they don't get their way, they turn their back on you quick. And now you're back at where you started. You're putting your trust and faith in the wrong people out here, family. And you want to be nice and kind and give people a chance, especially if you care about them. You want to put their past behind or you don't want to look down on them for what they've done to you. You want to make sure you're doing the right thing. And a lot of times people take that for granted because they see you as a nice person or a forgiving person. 
But if people can abandon you and turn their back on you, and that's all you've ever gotten, those aren't the people in your life that you need to be trusted. You need to trust in the, in the Lord, first and foremost, to put people in your life that you can't trust. And so if you need to pray, pray for the right things. Pray for the right people to enter into your life. Pray for people who can trust you, give you a benefit of the doubt, because you show it in your works. You're not accused. You're not, you don't have some algorithms or anything else getting, you know, people, people will believe the internet now before they believe a person. And that's sad. And it's got nothing to do with evidence or proof. There are things that are not the way they look. And you can tell a person this and prove it to them. And they still will believe science and technology over you. But they're supposed to know you. And so this is why I say a lot of you, when it comes to this AI, you're going to be trusting AI, going out with AI, falling in love with AI more than you are your fellow brothers and sisters. This is why if you are not conscious, I mean, really conscious. If you don't have the Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth instead of lies and deception, you're going to be one of those people that the Bible say, if the days were not short <clears throat> for the elect's sake, we would also be deceived. That's how influential, that's how persuasive and believing Satan is. And if you don't know his tactics, like the Bible say, he will take advantage of you. He has many devices and they come in many different forms. If he could sit there and convince two thirds of Yahuwah's angels to follow him and rebel against the most high, it ain't nothing for him to come here and deceive us. It's not going to be really many people going to heaven as it is people going to hell. And you can read Matthew 7 to know that. In verses 13 and 14. So. <sighs> is J rated all perfect? If I have to really answer that. I don't think you, you get what I'm saying. A lot of you do get what I'm saying. And I'm not here to insult no one's intelligence. Belittle, undermine or condescend. I'm a real dude and I don't know how else to be. And there's a lot of you who know me and a lot of you don't that can appreciate that. There's people who know me, but they can't appreciate that. And that's what gets me. It's always the ones in your camp. It's always either your family, your so-called friends, your so-called uh, more than friends. It's, it's always those people, man, that you show the most to that take you for granted but you don't take them for granted and that's the thing I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm not no one is but I do try and I have a sincere heart I am genuine and I believe in being honest and if those things those qualities don't mean much today then what will what does what is the point incriminating somebody because you don't know what you're talking about or families that are not as supportive as they should be but they like to piggyback off your success when other people come to them and tell them about your success all that stuff to me man is it's it's nonsense and i've had to nullify my mind and my heart 
to stuff like that all my life. You got fake people out here that will support other platforms, strangers, check on them, but you don't get none of that support or love yourself because people resist you, regret you, and all these other things. Yeah, J-rated all is hurt, but he will be fine. The Lord gives you my strength, man. And you don't never let your enemies know how you feel. Because people will celebrate when you're down. I said I may have been hurt. I didn't say I was failing. (laughs) And I'm not hurt in the sense that a lot of people would like me to be. I'm hurt from all of, you know, the expectations I've had and putting my trust in people. I'm hurt from that. But I'm not hurt in the sense of, y'all, he's putting me, he's taking me through spiritual training right now, man. It's the best way I could tell y'all. You got some family members. They'll talk to you for a little bit. And then they just don't talk to you at all. They get in their feelings and they move on. I've seen the patterns of these people. That's what. This is one thing I will say. I'm, I'm, the Lord has granted me this ability. And I'm so thankful for it because it's going to help me with survival. Learn the people you deal with. Learn your enemies. Learn the so-called people in your camp. You'll learn their pattern. Everybody has a pattern. I've got a pattern. You've got a pattern. It may not always be as easily read or understood. A lot of us switch our patterns, but we still have them. Believe me when I say that, because if the, if the Bible can clearly say there's nothing new under the sun, that means that all things have a cycle. Everything has a pattern. So a lot of these things we are to expect should not be a shock or new to us because we've been through this before. It's like deja vu. If people can change and ditch you and leave you, and I'm not talking about any one particular person. There is somebody that's done this to me, but it's many people that's actually done this. And I'm not I'm not hurt about the fact that people want to go elsewhere or do whatever. I'm I'm puzzled at the fact is when you gonna be honest man if y'all got some kind of beef with somebody and he's supposed to be people you care about and you can't trust him you can't come to no type of um understanding in your life because somebody isn't changing quick enough for you even though they don't need to change anything they're doing because they're not doing anything wrong and if they felt like they were doing something wrong then they need to be told about it and rather than being accused of it. I'm done talking about that, family. Let's move on to something. We're going to be talking about why a lot of you believe what you do when it comes to the Bible. Now, I've mentioned this a lot of times. I've mentioned that. But a lot of you, it go in one ear and out the other. And the Lord keeps putting this on me. That's not me. I, listen, I don't want to keep having some of these same conversations. I don't. There's so many things to talk about. Let me tell you something that happened to me yesterday. And I shared this with my mom. In case you don't know by now, I'm very tight with my mother. Now, that is the one person I can trust. You know, I, I, I hate to say it because I have other family and other family members, but I can't trust them. 
I trust them to do what they're going to do and be who they're going to be. And if any of them are listening to this, I love them very much. But I'm not going to bite my tongue. Because I have, people have shown me too many times who they are. So why would I change up? Now, I'm not, I don't have to throw individuals under the bus. And I'm not going to do that. When I say family, that could be extensive in many ways. So don't try to second guess or guess anything. I'm not one of those people who are butthurt and they just out here calling out names. No, you know them by their fruit, as the scriptures say, which is you know their patterns, you know their works. You hear what they say, but you see what they do. And that's not making me a hypocrite. A lot of people will say, well, what about you, Jay? Let me, let's talk about me for a second before we jump into today's topic. I'm glad that there, that may be a question somewhere from somebody. As I answer these things quite often on my show. And again, a lot of you hear what you hear. Some of you don't hear anything. Some of you are first timers. And if you are, welcome to the show. I assure you we have way more different topics. But you stepped up into a podcast where it doesn't get any real and, and no more authentic than it does here on Fable Radio. And I'm going to continue to be as real, but I'm going to be, there's no malice in my heart. Trust me when I tell you this. I can't lie about that because I've been angry many times and had malice in my heart. And that's something I've been working very, very hard on. Because when you get screwed a lot and you get tired of being used, you get tired of being feeling like you're getting punked, you get tired of being lied to and promised and one minute you are all these things and the next minute you ain't nothing. People will have a way of making you feel that way. And then if you take out any type of retaliation, if you feel some kind of way, you're wrong for it. Now, I'm speaking from a human's point of view. I'm not speaking from the Bibles right now because the Bible has something completely opposite to say about that. And that's where we that's what we're going to go to. We're going to say all of this in the secular to get to the Bible. I'm telling you all right now, I'm sharing who I've been over the over the, the moments of my life. I'm Like I said, I'm human. <laughs> like you all and um, that doesn't justify anything it just means that's what it is we don't care about being the only ones right on this show I care about justice and what's the truth but in order to get to that you gotta be honest with yourself with your audience and you don't need to be acting like it never happened to you I'd be sitting here lying if I didn't tell you some of these things so I tell the truth. And what good does it do? Well, it may not do me any good when it comes to the people, but I don't have to worry about did I not did I lie tonight, Lord? Oh, I'm I'm saying this on a public platform to thousands of people from all over the world. Literally. I have more people listening to my show that I don't know personally. And anybody can tune in at any time who does know me and they're going to hear the same thing that all the people who don't know me are going to hear because that's how you keep it real with people. And you, you tell the truth on yourself. I don't call it exploiting. I call it revealing because that's what the truth does. And if it, if it exploits somebody, well, that's coming from a malicious place. But sometimes the truth is taken like that because... What's done in the dark don't want to be brought into the light. <laughs> so, I mean, it's better to just keep it real, keep it 100, keep it authentic, tell the truth so that this stuff don't backfire on you down the road. 
when you do have something going on in your life. That's called karma. A lot of you really think these things are just hypothetical sayings, but they're not. They're spiritual. The Lord wants people to tell the truth because he's exposing people. Hence, that's why they call the book of Revelation, Revelation. It's the time of the revealing. Nothing hidden will be or can stay hidden. He's been telling you this through his word. A lot of you just think, oh, it's just a book. But then you're starting to see the supernatural repercussions of not trusting in that word or not taking heed to the warnings. Y'all will take heed to some Buddha. You'll do chants. You'll tell me, oh, I'm a God. Well, if you're a God of what exactly? What are you a God of? I'm not trying to insult nobody, but listen, you would be partially right in saying that, but you would be completely wrong in believing that you are a God without the one true God existing. Because he created all those gods. He created you. And we can debate all day on these topics. I'm not going to debate with you because I've done that too with people in in my life. And at the time that I did it, I thought, hey, I'm getting somewhere with this. When you get older and if you are supposed to be wiser... You learn to conserve your energy when needed. If you know you can back up what you say, or if you have proof to what you say, or anything documented to what you say, and if you can expound on those things that you say, you have nothing to worry about, regardless of people take it or not. A lot of you may not believe the messages on this show. A lot of you may agree to a lot of what I say, but not everything, and I can respect that because you're not supposed to agree with everything anyway. You're supposed to question things, their validity, the veracity. You're supposed to ask questions. And if you find out what you're, what you're looking into is true, kudos. Hey, amen. Job well done. Now, you're the source of what you got that information from. They tell the truth on that. But are they always telling the truth? See, the devil can give you a little bit of truth, too, just to lure you in, just to reel you into his lies. And that's what he's great at doing. He's a master deceptionist. He's a master deceiver. He can tell you stuff and they'll be like, oh, he's, he's not that bad. It, that really happened. Well, look at Adam and Eve. Look how he coerced them. And I'll say Eve because then Adam, like a fool, followed behind. He was supposed to have been leading. But even though Eve was the one that the serpent went to first, he knew who he could go to first. God was watching the whole time. So when he came into the Garden of Eden and asked those questions, he didn't ask them as if he didn't know. He was asking to see how much of the truth Adam and Eve would reveal. He already knew what they were going to do before they did it. Everything is a test, whether you know it or not. Just being nice to a person is a test. Being angry with a person is a test. Loving somebody is a test. Hating somebody is a test. It's a testament and a testimony to what you've done, who or what you've involved yourself with or how you've been involved and how this thing affected you. We're all being tested like we're in a lab. We're being watched, monitored by monitoring spirits on both sides, both light and dark. We're being influenced being enticed and tempted and we're seeing as a test if we're going to take it bite off of it line hook sinker 
know these things because I go through them too. And then the Bible talks about them. A lot of you appreciate what I do on my show. And I'm, I'm thankful for you that do. A lot of you can understand a lot of what I say because you've been through it yourself. Everything is not always going to resonate with everybody. Many are called, few are chosen. You know how it goes. And whenever the truth does come out, people scatter like roaches when the lights turn on. No one wants to get caught doing what they did in the dark. So if you want to say light exposes things in the dark or reproves those things, as the Bible says, you are absolutely correct. And I am no exception to getting caught in the dark if I did wrong. That's why I try my best to keep it 100. But I shouldn't have to worry about looking over my shoulder or something coming back. My past will probably always come to haunt me in some kind of way. Have I done something so terrible that, it, that, that, that the world hates me for it? No, I haven't. The world has done a lot worse things. I ain't killed nobody. I haven't caused husband and wife to divorce. I've had a past. I've committed adultery in the past. I mean, I'm not adultery. I've caused others to commit adultery in the past. I've fornicated. I've lied. I've been easily angered and went to bed with that wrath on my heart and mind that the Bible tells us not to. I've been brokenhearted, betrayed, backstabbed, lied to, constantly by many of the same people that's supposed to be in my camp that I have forgiven. I've been gaslighted. Have I manipulated people in the past? Yes. Have I intentionally ever tried to hurt anybody? No. But what you don't intend to do still happens, doesn't it? Because things happen. When anger sets in, when dishonesty sets in, it kind of controls the outcome of things if you don't have control of it yourself. So when I say we keep it real, we keep it raw, we keep it authentic, usually I say we come real, we come raw, we come authentic, or we don't come at all. I mean just that. These are my sins. I never got any of this, borrowed none of this from nobody. Since I started Pharaoh Radio, all thanks to my cousin FCFVA, Fidel Cashflow VA, Frank Watson Jr. I will always be grateful to that young brother for talking his old cousin into doing something because he saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And he told me this when I first started. He said, cuz, I want the world to hear what I have always heard from you personally. And I, that meant a lot to me because he's, you know, he's always looked up to me in a sense. And I've never wanted to steer him wrong. I never wanted to lead him down the wrong path. I've never wanted to do any of that. He's a grown man now, so I address him as such, but he will always be that little cousin. He will always be that little brother to me. He will always be that guy that I held as a baby. And I had a connection with him then, and I ain't, I ain't talking in no perverted way. You got to be careful how you say things on air these days, man. And people be trying to contort and twist words. Oh, he liked holding babies. Yeah, I do. I love babies. I ain't like these Catholic pastors out here who be out here uh, pervertedly playing around with boys and molesting. I ain't talking no, that's sick. That's don't even get that in your head over here. We don't do that in this show, okay? Uh, 
And not, not all Catholic pastors are like that, by the way. So I don't want to lead a contingency of belief that <laughs> just because you're a Catholic, then you're a pervert. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying there is a cult behind it, the Catholic Church. And the, the, the aspects of where Catholicism was even created were satanic in the first place. This is why they never agree with, the, with, with what they say. And they don't go with the Bible. They're very contradictive in their teachings. And that's not to knock any of you that are Catholics. I'm not talking about you. There's some good sides to all things. But is it really good if it corrupts what is good? You understand what I'm saying? If you don't, you'll get it eventually. But I love my cousin. I'm proud of him and his success. I wish him much more. I don't know, you know, if he's dealing with anything right now in his life, but I know as a man, he's going to deal with things. He's very highly intelligent. He's got a good, he's got a great head on his shoulders. Not a good head, but a great one. He's kind, he's loving, and he reminds me a lot of myself. We are so much alike. It's crazy. You want to give a shout out to people, family, and appreciate people while you still have them. You want to give them their flowers while they're still here. Even if you don't talk to them, man. Give kudos and thanks to those. The Bible encourages us to encourage one another. To confess our sins, but to be careful who we do that with. We're supposed to do that only with brothers and sisters in Christ. Why? Because brothers and sisters in Christ ain't going to backstab you. Brothers and sisters in Christ ain't going to go out and put your business out there. Brothers and sisters in Christ aren't going to say certain things to you in the moment and then turn around and renege on what they said a minute ago. Now, can they get mad with one another? Of course, they're human. They're not, they're not complete saints. They're called saints because of the spirit that's in them. But they're sinners because they're still in these fleshly bodies. And they can make mistakes. They can backslide. They can stumble. But the whole point of why we don't worry about those things is because if you stay in your word every day, the more you keep chipping at being in the word, the more God's going to work with you, the more you're going to change on your own with his spirit to help you. That's why he says be in the word every day. You take a break from it. If you take a day or two from it, you get back into the world easily because Satan is a vacuum. The world is a vacuum. Your body is a vacuum like a black hole. It sucks you in. You don't want to get caught up, caught off guard or, or caught in your emotions. As a lot of people do. He sits back, Satan, that is, and he watches you. And you think, oh, this devil ain't bothering me. And he'll let you continue on making this, making you feel good. Then he waits for an opportune moment to see when you're weak. That's when he strikes you like a snake. He gets close enough to you. Boom! He just struck you before you even know it. That's Satan. He is a serpent, isn't he? So you have to be careful and you have to be mindful and respectful and know your enemy. He seeks whom he may devour. 1 Peter chapter 3. Actually, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, 7 and 8. 1 Peter has five chapters. 2 Peter only has three. So it's 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 and 8. You guys need to get more into your Bible, man. You don't got to know it. You ain't got to be an expert in it. That comes with time. Like everything else, when you work out in the gym, when you eat in a certain way, but you stand persistent and consistent, you get better over time, baby, and you start seeing results. It's the same thing with Yah and his word. You see results when you do like the Bible says. When you start putting away the worldly ways, you start changing gradually over time because you no longer have an interest in those things. So we're going to take our commercial break, family. 
When we come back, we're going to get into some of these truths versus some of these myths. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. You are tuning in to Fable Radio. Don't go anywhere, family. We'll return after these messages. Stay tuned. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. All right, all right, family, we are back. We're going to be talking just a little bit today, not a whole lot. This is a subject title that can be pretty lengthy if we allow it to, and I'm not going to do that. Uh, Just for the simple fact that I'm just going to give you some small common sense, down to earth questions that a lot of people, you know, that I hear all the time, been hearing through the course of my life, even had a few of these questions myself at some point in time. Um, And just know this, we're talking about the Bible. We're talking about the worldly point of views versus the Bible. Even the so-called religions don't always stick to the Bible. They contort, they twist, they manipulate, they add, they take away, just like a regular worldly secular person's belief system would, or the world itself would. And um, it's just a few things that I've been hearing as a Bible thumper. Now, before I get into this, I know... I've said this quite a lot on the show, but like I said, you always get some people who are either new to the show, tuning in for the first time, or you have someone that just wants to be consistent in how they feel, which they're perfectly entitled to. J-Rated R doesn't dictate, determine what anyone believes or doesn't believe. I'm just a man, and I'm one amongst many people on this planet uh, with the right to his opinion and just sharing in the spiritual knowledge and experiences that I've had coming full circle with anyone that wants to know. And I have no shame in what I believe and I stand wholeheartedly and fully on the word as my foundation. Sure, there's a lot of things that we look at contemporarily. There's a lot of questions about the Bible. Is it authentic and it's complete um, documented depending on what version you're reading it from is it translated correctly was things added or taken away and these are all great questions and the answer to that is yes there have been things taken away so why believe it jay how do you know you're getting the full truth well i can only tell you in a short summarization what I have learned and come across to help me with that. See, I'm always testing the most high. I don't tempt him, but I'm always asking him questions. And y'all, some of you might believe it or not. Some of you have open minds where you believe that the spirit world is real. Some of you are atheists. Some of you are agnostic. Some of you are unsure, uncertain what you believe. You may believe something, but you don't know quite what or what to put your finger on. And I get it. And there's no judgment here with that. But however, the way I'm going to talk a lot of times it's going to be taken as if there's judgments because I call things out. And so you're not going to be able to to please all the people all the time. You'll please some of the people, some of the time, most of the time, maybe most of the time you will, most of the time you won't, but some of the time, definitely no question. 
And my, my interest is not solely in uh, a selfish one. It's not about me. It's not about uh, whether you agree with me. I tell you this all the time. Be your own person. Think for yourself. Have a, be a critical thinker. Question everything. Put things to the test. Don't just believe some because it sounds good to your ears or you're in your emotions or you just because you feel that way, you're rocking with it. But what if what you're feeling is really the opposite of what it really is? We don't know these things because we get often into our feelings when it comes to things. And, well, feelings can 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 blind you at times. I'm not saying about everything, but I'm just saying. And logic itself can blind you all the time. There's some things that don't have a logical explanation that doesn't make them either uh, fiction or not true, which is the same thing if you were listening. I said not fiction, which means that it's true. If I had just said fiction, that it means that it's not true. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, um, or fictional, which is, it's not real. It's not true. So family, before, uh, we go ahead and get into this, I just want to say that Obviously, people are more sensitive today than they were yesterday, hypothetically speaking. The Bible has told us these things. And this is why your boy sticks with the Bible. I've given you many of my one, of my reasons in other podcasts. I, I have watched how the Most High has changed my life. The things that I did versus the things he stepped in and did for me. The things that I said I would do versus the things that he had to step in and do for me. I've watched some work. Now, some people have had some incredible, elaborate experiences that go over the top to most people's understanding and comprehension. That is neither for me to, to talk about or to make any type of um, comments on because these things, you can look them up for yourself. There's documentations of, of people having testimonies. We live in a world where everything and anything is possible. Even that which is not real, even that which is false. If enough people believe it, it becomes real. If enough people want to believe it, even if it's not suitable, credulous, even if it's not logic, it doesn't matter. Because people have free will and people want to believe and do what they feel is right. But here's the thing you got to start asking yourself if you're trying to think logically and if you're looking at things from a possibility. Ask yourself, world, if that is the case, and Christianity is just one amongst many types of things, why is it the most talked about religion? Now, don't be confused about that word religion because I'm not a religious person. But I'm using the word Christianity and religion in the same sentence because how often depending on how well, how complex, shall I say, is it that we look at all these different versions of Christianity and we just summarize them and put them all in as one against the world. When a lot of these contemporary religious so-called Christian institutions are just as worldly than the world itself who don't believe in any of it. Let that sink in for a sec. And if you didn't get what I said, please, I'm not going to repeat it. Go ahead and rewind that 15 second reel back <laughs> because that was a mouthful. But how dare us 
be so one, two, or three-dimensional, although we are three-dimensional beings. Threes happen a lot in this world. Person, places, or things. They're called nouns. Time, space, distance. Wow. And yet here we are. Three's company. Or three's a crowd. You can either strike out in three. Or three's the charm. Threes, 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 threes. Person, places, things. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Is, was, and will be. All these things are in threes. Because we are so opinionated, we don't really give thought enough times to the things that we're talking about. And then there are those of us who are in groups that do. And that's what makes the world go around, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look at the biblical accounts of things that have been predicted. Now, a lot of you don't really quite get prophecy in its fullest. I don't get it all the way. No one does because we know in part, but we get it in terms of having enough study, enough revelation to see its patterns, to see how it formulates, manifests, unfolds, whatever term you want to give it in terms of its revealing. We want to see it and we do. The Bible has been accurate. Now, there's prophecies in the Bible that don't just come straight out and say this is what's going to happen. You have to read between the lines by looking at the historical patterns in the Older Testament to see how it's going to end up turning out in the New Testament. Three. Let's get to that word three again. How many days did it take Jesus to rise from the dead? He died. He went down in the hell. He preached to the old saints of the Old Testament. And then on the hot, what day he rose? The third, three. How many days was Jonah in the belly of the whale? Three. What is normally called the witching hour? Where the witch comes. What time does that normally start for most? If you're on the dark side, it's 3 a.m. And it lasts three hours. A woman goes to how many trimesters when she's pregnant? Three. Three, six, nine. The same numbers that you will see that Nikola Tesla, in terms of his frequency modulating patterns of the universe, found out and discovered well he discovered something that has already been talked about and discovered by the ancients the egyptians and the sumerians they already had this knowledge they were well advanced 33 parallel 33 degree freemasonry jesus ministry started at 30 in luke chapter 3 verse 23 and he died around 33 and a half he did a three and a half year ministry that goes three again and we've had this talk before how many days well years if we're talking about the remnants during the antichrist will he rule well days it's going to be 1260 years it's going to be 
well, no, no, 1,260 days, which equals 42 months, which equals three and a half years. You telling me that there's not a pattern? In Ecclesiastes, chapter three, it says that nothing, and this is in verse 15, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 15 says nothing is new under the sun. What has happened before will happen again. What was will be again. It's the same thing it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 through 11. 9-11. So you can't call all these things that have accuracy to them that coincide conspiracies family or for lack of a better term, coincidences. Because once again, what do we use in terms of arithmetic and everything else to dictate and determine what is considered a pattern? Well, let's see. Number one, if something happens, it's an incident. If it happens again, oh, it's a coincidence. But if it keeps happening a third time, it goes number three again, it's a pattern. What are the chances that to determine or dictate what is a pattern, it has to happen three times for you to know that it's not a coincidence. What are the chances in that happening again, being in Ecclesiastes chapter three, for you to know and read in verse 15? Oh, there's a pattern here. What is, what was, and what is to come? Three. It's happened again. There's nothing new under the sun. And the sun is what dictates person, places, things. If there's nothing new under the sun, then when people want to go to new places, meet new people and do new things, it's a pattern of three. And it's called a noun. N as a Nancy, O-U-N as a Nancy, which phonetically sounds like the word now, N-O-W. Because you're a third dimensional being. You're living on the third rock from the sun, which is earth. Where goes that number three again? So when you ask me, why do I look at the Bible? Because it's full of knowledge, and power, and wisdom beyond human understanding. It gives relevance to what it says and logic at the same time. And everything that has ever been predicted starting from the end, which was in the beginning, right? Shall I say started in the beginning, which predicted the end from Genesis all the way to Revelation. It's still the most well-known, only most sold book ever. And yet there's so much controversy surrounding it compared to all other world, worldly religions. How could you ignore it? What makes it so special is that it's unique in its own way against everything else that exists under the sun and everything from movies to music to mockery from the world uses Bible references and nothing else. You tell me if this book isn't worth reading, learning, and possibly even believing. Now, I can't give you the belief. Only the Most High can do that. But what I can give you is references, viewpoints, things to check out, solidarity. I can give you that much to give you an understanding somewhat to the story of what's called my life, my experiences, my testing things out, and my references. Therefore, yes. A lot of you would even dare agree that the Bible has a lot of truth in it, but would not agree 
to believe because you'll say it's not wise to believe in just one book when you have so much knowledge around. I would agree only to that statement if it were any other book but the Bible. And you know why? Because knowledge is power. My people lack, my people suffer because they lack knowledge, right? The Bible says this in Hosea uh, 4, 6. My people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. I would say that about every other book. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Learn all you can. Get a roundabout. See things for yourself. Hold fast to that which is good. Even the Bible encourages that itself. So it's not being in any shape, form, or fashion. It's not contradicting itself. It's not, it's not bigging itself up and saying, I'm the only thing. Read me. Believe in only in me. No, it's telling you. Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. It's saying, search the scriptures. Even in the Holy Spirit in John 16, 13, it says he will lead you into all truth. Not just biblical truth, but whatever is true, he will lead you into it. And how do you do that? Your research. You ask, you seek, you knock. You look into things. You go into depth. You don't just accept things. You don't just take them at face value all the time, do you? No, you look into it for yourself because there is some truth to it. There's some meaning to it. You're looking for facts. You're looking for the facts of life. You're looking for what is the purpose of life? Who is behind this life? That's what you want. The Bible's willing to give it to you if you just open up to it. But how many of us are willing to open up to it? Everything doesn't come in ABC format, logical or orderly. We live in a very disorderly world, a very inaccurate or inadequate, shall I say, way about life. The Bible encourages us to do things decently and in order. I agree. Even the dark side is very orderly in how they strategically lure their enemies and victims. They're patient strategical militant although they may like filth they know how to masquerade and put on a good show so what am I really saying family I'm saying don't judge a book by its cover until you read the book and don't say well I've already researched the Bible I decoded the Bible did you really Including that which the man says is not even canonical or the canonized version. Which perfectly aligns with scriptures that I read in the 66 books that they say is canonized, by the way. I cannot believe what I'm hearing because when I read and study for myself, the Lord reveals those things to me. Which is why I share them with you all, whether you get them or not. And I'm only allowed to give you but so much every little bit or very little at a time, unfortunately, because I'm a human. And I don't have telepathy to go ahead and download all this stuff in your head. So the choice is yours. And it comes down to that word choice. You either will or you won't. You either believe or you don't. It's not for J-rated R or anyone else to put a hypothetical gun or a literal one to your head and say, you better believe, because what good would that do if it's forced? This is why you have what's called free will. You make the choice. Even though you may not feel that there is choice, that there's the illusion of choice. I've talked about that very much so in the past. There's free will versus predestiny. There are blurred lines. 
This is why we have these chats to make you think, to expand upon your consciousness and your awareness, to make you want to ask deeper, more in-depth questions to your existence and not to just take something at face value, no matter how good it sounds or how it tickles your ears or your ego or how you may agree to it because you feel good in your heart about it. No, we got to take every step serious. Because a step forward can cost you a step or two backwards if you're not careful. And sometimes you got to take a step back to look and see where you're going next. How can you know your future if you don't know your past? How can you know what the possibilities are if you don't know what the repercussions are? How can you look forward to the future if you were there not even looking at your history? See what I'm saying? You have to be the intermediate, the bridge between what was and what is versus what will be or can be. And some things... Just to be honest, I'm a nip it in the bud. They're going to happen regardless of what you and I do to change it. We can change certain things. We can't change all things. Some things have to happen, which tells me this world, this universe is governed and ran by something so extraordinary, so supernaturally highly intelligent. It goes beyond human understanding or comprehension. And this is why things happen to happen in the order that they do. And you can study all the Fibonacci you want in terms of patterns you can study all the algorithms all you like which shows you there's artificial intelligence that governs what it's programmed to govern and yet it shows you this in the gematria and everything else and the kabbalah and the kabbalists know this that's why there's a lot of spell casting lesser magic some of you don't believe in that but you are a victim of its manipulation witchcraft comes in a variety of meanings under one umbrella one category one name witchcraft. Pharmacia, which is where you get the English word pharmaceutical, which is the drug industry. Well, that means witchcraft because it alters your perception. Rebellion, which is a sin because sin means to miss your mark. It also means to become rebellious and go against the laws of God, which means the transgressions or the trespassing of God's law. Anything that does not formulate or go into agreement with what God says is considered a sin which also means it's witchcraft because witchcraft is a form of rebellion. As 2 Samuel chapter 23 verse 15 tells us. No, excuse me. 2 Samuel chapter 15 verse 23. So you can put these things to the test. How far are you willing to go to find out for yourself as opposed to just, I ain't trying to hear that book, that book. old man, y'all still on that Bible stuff, bunch of fish. You like to insult what you don't understand and what little you do know. Well, you run with that as if you have full knowledge of what you speak of. And then here comes somebody who has a little bit more knowledge, a little more in depth, a little bit more able to break things down, to assemble them, to disassemble them in a way that challenges your, men your mental capacity or acuity. And when somebody does that, then you get in your feelings and you start attacking based off of emotions and not off of logic. What can you or me or anyone do against that, that which we cannot understand fully? We haven't even begun to understand what it means to be in a spiritual reality as spiritual beings having a human experience. So when I go to the Bible, I'm always testing it, questioning it as I do anything I ever read or learned. And I'm seeing how things coincide so much that I'm starting to wonder just what is reality? Because some of these things are so eye-opening and mind-blowing. There's no way you can sit there and call yourself an intelligent human being 
and just right out of your mouth without doing any deep research, any in-depth research, any, any, any question to your own existence and say, oh, that ain't real. I choose is what it comes down to for a lot of you. Free will. I choose not to believe that. Okay, there it is. Then say that. Be honest. But don't say you've decoded the Bible as if you are all knowing. Because if you have, if I'm sitting here taking all my time to report to you all things throughout my years and still up to now, what I've discovered and showing you how it relates to your own modern day environment and all the knowledge that some of you attain in other aspects from other fields and other categories. And I'm showing you how this stuff coincides with the Bible. How could you dare say the Bible is not real? A lot of people are just in their emotions because something has happened in their life stemming from their past through a religious institution or someone who represented the institution in the name of God and something happened and they don't want to believe it no longer. So they blame God. But yet everybody wants to claim they're all, they are gods. You know why that Bible reference in Psalms 82 verse 6 and John chapter 10 verse 34 says, Is it not written in your law, ye are gods, children of the Most High? Because that's just what it is. You're made in the image and likeness of the Creator. That makes you a God through inheritance in terms of look and likeness, but not in terms of nature. You don't have His nature. And the only way you can have that is to attain the Holy Spirit. And I was wrong in my Superman podcast that I did back in October of 2021. I want to tell you that I was wrong on one particular thing because I've been listening to that podcast lately because I told you all soon we're going to have a different type of Superman spinoff. I said in that podcast that the Kundalini was also known as the Holy Spirit. Well, I did a podcast on the Holy Spirit versus the Kundalini long since after that podcast. So I have to correct myself for those of you who are going back into that podcast. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the recent Holy Spirit versus Kundalini podcast that I did months ago. Over a year or maybe close to a year, I urge you to listen to that. Because if you're listening to the Superman podcast first, I said in that podcast at one point in time that the Kundalini was considered the Holy Spirit. By many it is, but in, in actuality, it's not the same thing. It's a counterfeit. You see, I make mistakes and I grow and I, and I tell my audience this. But I'm very careful in usually how I predict and how I convey and how I decode Bible information. This is why you go behind people, no matter how much you like them or don't, and you do the due diligence for yourself. A lot of people are out. They don't care about your salvation. They don't care about leading you astray or misleading you or misappropriating the direction that they're putting you in. They don't care about your souls, but I do. And if I find out I made a mistake, which of course was never intentional, then I'm going to go ahead and come on here and correct myself before all of you as I have done on many occasions for different things. Not much have I had to do that. And I'm very happy to say that, but that doesn't mean that there won't ever be a mistake made because I am a human being like you. What matters is correcting it and doing it in a way that's not only professional, but honest and sincere. That's why I stick to the word because it has revealed itself to me in so many ways. I haven't gotten all my prayer requests answered in the way I wanted them. I haven't, y'all hasn't done the things that I wanted him to do, but many others have had that happen. And you'll say, well, what makes them better? What makes them special? I get it. We're all fighting for position here. 
We're all fighting for, for, for survival. We're all fighting to be important. We all want our names to be recognized. It may be for different reasons, but we all want something. We all want something. And the only one that really knows what that is, is you and the Most High. The rest of us can only speculate what that is. Because we can only go about what we see and what we know for sure. Not what we think we know. Because the rest is just speculation and perception. And that's all I can give you is what I feel. When it's my turn to say what I feel or my opinion, I say it's my opinion. But when I go to the Bible and I give you the translation and I tell you what it says in the full contents of what we're reading, not just the eisegesis type of thing where you read into it and make it what you want it to be. We're not here to do that. And a lot of people do that when they're using the Bible, trying to use something to fit their narrative. And the Bible may not even be saying that. Now, the Bible is a multidimensional, layered, coded, as well as literal book. It's a spiritual, highly advanced book. And that's why I can go back now and say to you all, the Kundalini and the Holy Spirit are not the same. Whereas there was a time in my life I thought they were. So you see, it's not just about what terms we use. It's how we use them and what the etymology of these terms are and what they mean. Because that's what's going to make the difference. That's what's going to be a miss or make. A fix or break. You got to see it for yourself. And then you got to put it to the test to see if it is what it is. The authenticity of it, family. That's all we've ever been about on this show. Regardless of how J. Reed it all has grown or what I do, did or what I didn't do or what I used to say versus what I say now. I've always been about one thing. It's never changed. The truth. The absolute truth. And if that offends a lot of people, well, so be it. What are you offended of? What are you scared of? What is it that you are worried about me saying? I'm just one of many people. You can either listen to the show or you can keep it moving. And I don't say that to be uh, an a-hole. I don't say that to be uh, arrogant or pompous. I know, of course not. I'm humbling myself before you and the creator. But what I am standing on is firmness. My strength comes from my belief and my faith in the most high. Not to mention I'm a Leo. We're warriors naturally. But the point is... You don't got to be a Leo to do that. Your strength is your strength. and You're made in the image and likeness of the creator as well. And you have a uniqueness about you that he loves. He loves you in things and ways that you don't even know exist because you don't value yourself. You're more valuable than you could ever imagine. So what are some of these myths? Let's talk about it. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that today. I just wanted to give you something else to look at and to think about on this show because there's so much that's going on in the central mindset of the people we are the brain of this planet but there are other powers forces if you will that are behind the scenes controlling leading guiding or misguiding depending on how you want to look at that certain people who are running the planet and there's a very small percentage of people that's running this planet but they're in elite positions because we put them there and a lot of them we don't even know exist because a lot of them are set up behind the scenes and that can be from a building. It could be underground facility. Hell, it could even be from another dimension. And you know, ain't nothing too far-fetched for me to say when it comes to this show, because that's what I talk about. I talk about what nobody wants to talk about. That's what we will always be about. We will always stand on that. I've seen other dimensions, so you can't tell me they don't exist. Now, you can disagree with it, 
and you'd be entitled to, to do so, but I'm not going to fight with you and I'm not going to argue with you. I know what I experienced. I know what I've seen and I know how it has proven itself to be true. And we could go through a long podcast or podcast of series trying to explain quantum mechanics. Believe me, it's vast. That's how deep I am. But I'm not going to go that deep. I waste a lot of valuable time we don't really have in today's time trying to prove something to a few people out there who may have some doubts. You stay with your doubts. I have complete and utter faith that one day, whether it's in this life or the next, you're going to find out what that is. And it's not for J-rated all. I'm not here to convert everybody. My job is to lead you on the right path for you to find things out for yourself. I give you sources. I tell you reasons why I show it to you in the scriptures. And it always seems to unfold at some point in time, doesn't it? So I don't have to worry about it. These words coming off on me because I'm coming. I'm reciting them from the Holy Scriptures that a lot of you say, oh, it's just men who wrote that book. But them some highly intelligent, supernatural men. And even those of you that are as far as willing to go as far as saying, well, OK, the Bible is supernatural, but there's no it's not coming from God. It's coming from other gods. It's coming from other, it's coming from what you guys call aliens. <laughs> there's some minor, there's some small truth to that, but it's misappropriated. And this is why I say you don't understand translations and terms. You need to fully acclimate and equip yourself as much as you can with what's coming. You need to get your families familiar and ready with the possibilities of what's coming. Singing kumbaya songs and doing seances is not going to help you. Now, praying, if we all came together and prayed with an earnest heart to the creator, none of this stuff would happen. None of the bad. Because people would be ready consciously. There would be a hive mind, a collective consciousness. That's what happened in Genesis 11. And when the people came together, there was nothing they couldn't do. They were one mind, one language. That scared y'all, not because the people came together. See, that's been the misnotion and the misappropriated perception of the Bible. Oh, he must be, he must not, he must, well, he must not be a powerful guy. Why is he worried about the people coming together? It wasn't what you thought it was, family. I've been that person of questioned that Bible just like that too. Let me tell you in a short word, I mean, short few, short few words what that was. It was because they were being misguided and misled by Nimrod, who was the antichrist of that time. And when the people came together and they had help from the sons of God, which in those days were fallen angels, what you call aliens, interdimensional beings. And even there's a misappropriated language in that. Some people say Elohim, which we know means plural for gods. It's also used in the singular form for the one true God. However, I don't like calling them God. You know that. If you know me, if you've been listening to my show long, and you know, I don't like calling them God. I do that for y'all to understand the interpretations of what I'm saying. But Elohim is a plural word. Bani Elohim means sons of God. But if you really look at the translation, it's sons of the gods, which I, I'm more suitable to believe that more. Because if we look at the ancient writings of the walls of what you call hieroglyphs in Egypt, is known as the Medunetr, meaning the language of the gods, also called the Languadoc, which is the language of birds, which is referring to angels, which is messengers, They, these are those sons of the gods. Now, in the New Testament, sons of God is translated differently. It's us 
who are transformed and we are raised into ascension and transformed and transfigured from these earthly bodies into heavenly bodies, celestial bodies, which in the Bible calls glorified body. But there's two types of bodies and a lot of people only interpret it as one. The resurrection body and the glorified body are not the same thing. They're two different bodies. Now, I recently heard a pastor miss, you know, tell somebody on the show that 1 Corinthians 15 is talking about the rapture. He's, he, he was wrong. It's only talking about the resurrection body. It may be in connection to the rapture, but that chapter never mentions anything about a rapture. And y'all keep, some of you people who say, well, the rapture is not in the Bible. The word rapture, the actual word rapture is not in the Bible. You would be correct. But the word used for rapture is, and the rapture is not new, fam. This has been going on in the Old Testament. See, this is how you know people don't decode it. They don't read it. They don't study it. I can't knock them, though, because I was once a person who didn't see it either. This whole thing about pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, meaning tribulation before the rapture or after the rapture or during in the middle. It's going to be three raptures. Bible and Revelation talks about it. Once again, you got to read and study, 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 study. I pointed it out to you in the rapture and resurrection series. If y'all listen to all four of those parts, if you missed anything, skipped over anything, well, you're going to miss it. I took the time. Yes, my podcasts are lengthy. That's no secret to anybody who can just look at a podcast and say, dang, that jumped four hours at five. Damn, he went hard. Six, seven, eight, almost. Yep. But I try to entertain you to keep your attention. It's not easy doing those podcasts, man. And like I said, if you really value anything or treasure anything on this show, uh, if you're learning and gathering knowledge, if you're becoming better and smarter and more spiritually in tune with the creator and it's helped you, it's helped your life. As I've had people tell me in the past that it has, then please share my podcast. That's all I'm asking you to do. If you don't want to support the podcast through funding it and, and cash app, that's fine. But supporting me is more than monetary. Supporting me, if you're rocking with me, is sharing my podcast, telling people. See, it's the same thing that I'm asking you to do for my podcast that the Bible says to do for the Bible, for the good news. If you're not ashamed of y'all, you'll share his gospel. You're not worried about what people think. You have to meet people from where they're at. Paul says, I'm all things to all men. That means he had to meet them from where they were at. He didn't come condemning them. You're going to hell and going, you're committing. You don't do that. You're more likely to shoo people away. But they still need to hear it. They still need to know it. You don't step on eggshells when you're telling the truth, man. You give them the truth. You don't want people withholding information that can save your, your life and your soul, regardless if they believe it or not. You know what those three levels of truth is? We didn't talk about them. First is ridicule. They laugh at you. Second is violently opposed. They get tired of hearing about it. Now they're getting offended. Thirdly, it's finally realized by that same person that it's the truth. All you can do is wipe that blood off your hands by telling them. If they don't accept it, you dust your feet off and you move on to the next. That's all we do here on Favorite Radio. So, it's up to you. Family, we're going to take a commercial break when we come back. We'll talk a few, a little bit about this myth of the Bible versus the facts of the Bible. I'm your boy Jerry Dadar. Don't go anywhere. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 
Hello everyone, it's your boy J Rated R. And I just want to give you a real quick prayer. Prayer for your life, prayer for your day. Wake up in the morning, be thankful. Even if it doesn't seem like there's nothing to be thankful for. Because the number one reason why we should be thankful is we're still here. We're breathing the most highest, beautiful air that he breathed into us, according to Genesis 2, 7. And he made us and formed us from the earth, according to Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 1 through 6. Now, I'm not going to give you scriptures. I'm just going to simply say a good prayer, a nice prayer, and the Holy Spirit so that you can have a better day, a blessed day. And you all know, if you don't know, I've done podcasts that's talked about the power of prayer. So here it is. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you very much for getting me up out of bed every day. Your will be done, not mine, on earth as it is in heaven. I want to thank you for all my infirmities. I want to rejoice in my sufferings because I know the blessings are coming afterwards. It is just a form of discipline for us to learn what your son, Yahusha HaMashiach, a.k.a. Jesus Christ, had to go through. And I ask that the Holy Spirit lead my words to touch the hearts of those who tune in to Favor Radio so that they can share the gospel with their friends, their family. And may you bless them, Lord, in their finances, in their life. May you take their depressions, their insecurities, their angers, their depressions, and bind them and rebuke them in your holy name. I ask you, Most High, through your son, Yahushua Mashiach, Jesus Christ, to bless all those who they come encounter with, to give them an anointing and to reveal yourself to them so that they may have an encounter with you personally, to know you are the way, the truth, and the life, according to John 14, 6. Thank you very much, Father, for all that you do. Thank you for Favor Radio and the Favor Radio community. And I thank you for my life, my family, my friends, and I forgive those who trespass against me. In your holy name I pray. Amen. You see, guys, it's just that easy. It's not religion. It's just having a relationship with the Father what, in which he wants to have with you more than anything. So take this time. Pray without ceasing. That means to pray continuously. Keep him on your mind. Morning, afternoon, evening, and night. In other words, all day. I'm your boy, Jay Reed. All you are tuning in the Favor Radio. That's my prayer to you all. Y'all stay blessed. I'm your boy J Rated R, and you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here, you heard it first, no doubt. Today's podcast, we are talking about, just to be clear, as you can see, it's called The Secular Myths, Lies About Yah, versus The Biblical Truth, Facts About Yah. There's always the speculation. That people know Yah. Oh, I don't need to read the Bible. God is in my heart. God knows my heart. God doesn't judge me. 
Listen, whoever says this, you're partially right. Yah loves you more than you could ever imagine, no matter what your status is. However, Yah being the God of the Bible, his words, not man's, man took the words of Yah through divine inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and he wrote them down. He didn't write it of his own volition, of his own free will, or do what he thought was right. He did what God told him. And if you're talking about the God of the Bible, who is the only one true Yah, the one, the one true creator of all things, the one who, who created all these other gods and goddesses, <sighs> then you have been gravely mistaken, my friend, in thinking that he is not a God of judgment because this whole Bible talks about judgment. <laughs> He's a righteous judge. He judges righteously because he's all love, pure love. But that doesn't mean his kumbaya love, kumbaya love is, well, if he, if he loves us, why would he throw us in hell? Listen, you're, you're preaching to the choir. You're regurgitating information that has already been explained on this show many times over. Some people just don't want to hear the truth. They want to soak it in something. They want to create, refabricate, re-edit, modify, take out, add to, which the Bible tells you not to do. They have itching ears. They heap for themselves their own teachers. There's a way that seemeth right to them, a standard that they hold and, and, and deal with and go by. But it is not the truth and the law and the statutes and commandments of the Bible that Yah himself has given us plainly. This is why there's going to be a separation of the wheat from the tares. This is why there's going to be a separation from the sheep, sheep from the goats. Y'all are trying to get... You're trying to, to mix and serve two masters. Be a little bit of Christian while still having a little bit of world in you. That's lukewarm. You can't have it both ways. You just can't have it both ways, fam. And I know a lot of you don't want to hear that. I know a lot of you rather believe and stick to what you think you know best and, and what you think is the best way. And that is, that's all you need. That's that's not how it works. The world will tell you all types of things. The world is against the Bible. Notice that all other religions, the world is okay with. Because it's the belief systems that are set up. that don't challenge you. They don't teach you right from wrong. They don't discipline you. What the Bible does, the Most High does. His word is his word. See... You can't get sweet and bitter water from the same well. And that's what a lot of you are trying to do. And by the way, that's in the scriptures as well. If you read the book of James chapter 3 and you go into verse 11, you'll read that. Just like you can't serve two masters in Matthew chapter 6. Verse 22 through 24. So this is why there's antithesis. There's an opposition at play and Yah is not going to have anyone who has not received his spirit who has not repented of their sins 
who has not followed and listened to his commandments and, 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 and been obe obedient, he's not going to do it and let you in his, in his kingdom unless you repent. Accept his son as your Lord and Savior. Receive the Holy Spirit. That is the only way you're going to get into the kingdom of heaven and be a son or a daughter of inheritance. Because adulterers, idolaters, fornicators, liars, murderers, murmurs, and much, much more will not inherit the kingdom of God. This has nothing to do with God just loving you. If it was all love, his son would have had to not go to the cross and die for our sins because we're such sinful beings that there was no place for us but destruction upon when we die because the devil had the keys of death until Jesus took away took them away from him by fulfilling the prophecy of him shedding his blood on the cross, the renewed covenant made so that you and I could be cleansed in the blood of the lamb and made new again as new creatures in Christ. Make it make sense, man. If you don't know your Bible, stop making all these haste judgments and calls and preconceived notions. Stop doing it. Because all you're doing is making a fool of yourself, make a mockery of the most high, and be not deceived. God is not to be mocked, according to Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. For a man shall reap what he sows. A lot of y'all ain't in no fear of the most high. That's why you continuously act like you do. Like you don't have a care in the world and it's all good. And when you die, you're going to somebody's heaven. No, you're not. And I'm not saying it's to fear monger. You guys know I don't do that. But I'm not going to be one of these soft, tickle your ears type of dudes to say what you want to hear and not what you need to hear. On Fable Radio, we come real, we come raw, we come authentic, or we don't come at all. And you already know that. If you've been on my show for a while, you know that. This ain't got to do about being holier than thou. I'm so tired of hearing people say that. Y'all have said it so much throughout the generations you played yourself. Now, are there people out here who do try to act that way? Of course. These are religious people, family. Ain't no religion on this show. Religion, by the way, is a demonic spirit. <laughs> religion. Let me say it again. So it can sink in. It's not speculation. This is for real. Religion is a demonic spirit. Just because you go to church, just because you sang the songs, you looked the part, don't mean in your heart of hearts, you're serving the most high. You got a lot of hypocrites, which means actors, pretenders, fakers out here. Because the word hypocrite comes from the Greek word Hippocrates. And that's what it means. We're going to all still sin. No matter what. But we're going to be less sinful. If we truly have the Holy Spirit. Because the things that we once took pleasure in doing. The Holy Spirit over time. As long as we stay in the word. And keep giving our, th our love to Yah. And being thankful. And knowing who he is. As long as we stay in his word daily and the Holy Spirit is in us, we're going to want to do less and less more of those things we we much so, very much so enjoy doing when we were in the world. And that's just what it is, man. A little bit of education today. We're not going to stay on a whole lot. This, 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 this By the way, this topic of today can, can go a long time, a, a broad way. 
but we don't we're not gonna do that okay i just want to run a few things by you some of the commonalities i hear all the time in general from the public people in general whatever (sighs) myths mythologies we know they're fictitious they're not real in the sense of being true or fact they may even house some truth in it but that doesn't make it the truth what are some of the myths versus the facts about Yah? Yah's name has been dragged through the mud. Either people hate him, don't believe in him, or they lie on him. <laughs> they do everything but barely love him. If they love him at all, then there are those who do. The nature of the truth you'll find in the book of John, chapter 8, if you read verses 31 all the way through to 47. You'll find the nature of the truth. The God of truth, which is the one and true God, you'll find in John chapter 18, verse 33 to 38. Am I going to read that? No, I'm not. Because I have so much I want to get on with you today. And I don't mind reading it. You know I do. Not mind reading it at all. I love the scriptures. But I want some of you to do your own due diligence. Some of you to do your own homework. I feel that if you can tune into this show, you could take the same time to look it up on Google, what I just gave you, or open up a Bible in front of you and read it. Because this is not about me. This is about you, me, or anyone else. We have to be willing. We have to do things by putting in the work. Remember, the Bible tells us in James chapter 2, faith is dead without works, just like a body is dead without the spirit. So you have to meet God on what it is he's instructing you to do through his word and he would do the rest. But you got to have faith and believe that he's going to do what he says and he will. Stop trying to do everything on your own time, on your own, of your own volition, based off your own standards. You are a man. You will fail. Because you don't know what God knows. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 and 9 tell us. And I think we will later, before we close the show, have a read of some of these scriptures. Because it's very important. It's pertinent and very essential that we do stay in the word and get what needs to be gotten. Like I say like Pastor Gino Jennings says get all you can and can all you get let me store it family we are living in the last days I don't know if you all haven't been paying attention to the world you live in but we've been living in the last days for a while but we are really in that last day season things are getting worse everything according to scripture is literally happening it's crazy it's mind boggling the war in Israel we predicted it before it long before it happened and who it's who it's comrade who, who its counterparts would be who its enemies would be and look who they are you can't make this up okay not this accurately and it's not just this that's going on we've been talking about the wars and other places with ukraine with russia look at russia look at china look at these places that are in cahoots and also working and partnering 
together to go against the United States. Didn't I tell you there was going to be a civil war that broke out? You're starting to see it, but it ain't really quite happened, but it's about to. You see it festering. Rumors of wars. You see it coming about. Look at the conditions in which we live. Look at the climatic changes that are happening. Oh, the so-called solar flares. The sun's getting hot. Oh, look at the weather in diverse places. The earthquakes, the famines, the pestilence. What are we talking about here? We're talking biblical prophecy. Y'all will give damn props more to some Nostradamus than you will to your Lord and Savior. Who don't... Who's been doing this long before some Nostradamus, which, by the way, isn't always predicting everything. Some of us just go into this Nostradamus thing, barely can understand what he's saying. But the Bible has been saying this long before. Who do you think gave the gift to him? <clears throat> you and I can prophesy if we stay in the Lord. He'll give us that ability. All you got to do is ask him if you want it. He'll give it to you. He'll give it to those who obey him. Because he can trust you. But do you think God needs to put his trust in man? Or does man need to put his trust in God? Obviously it's the latter. Because his word is always the truth. It never, is fail, it never fails. He's immutable. Meaning he cannot go back to being what he's not. He will always remain what he truly is. But you and I. With our natures. Oh, well, we, what, we're, we're filthy. <laughs> we don't deserve those clean white robes. We don't deserve that, that, that second chance. Now I'm saying that being funny, but I'm also saying that telling the truth at the same time. Why do I say that? Why am I putting us down? Well, I'm not putting us down. I'm telling the truth. You know, a lot of times we know things that we ought to do. and We don't do it. That itself is a sin. According to the book of James chapter 4. We're going to have so much fun here. And. All I can tell you family is this. Get in your word. Stop listening to motivational speeches. To make you feel good. And that's all they're doing. And they're not giving you any sound doctrine. The devil can make you feel good. Because he can cater to your ego. And he can make it sound biblical. But it, but but it's far from it. Because he's not going to preach on anything that the Bible says. Because that's going to hurt his kingdom. That's going to hurt him. Period. But he'll give you just enough. To make you think, oh, this is of the Bible. Because he knows some of you aren't going to go back and, and, and believe it. And you're not going to go back and read it. So. I don't know what to tell you. Except what I'm telling you now. Come on back to Bible. Come on back to Bible. Sorry, right, let's crack some eggs here. Let's see what's happening. Truth or myth? One of the myths is you can't know God. He is far away and impersonal. Well, that's obviously false. Because the truth of the matter is, Yah reveals himself to you who come to him and believe. 
You can find that in chapters of Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 9. You can find that in Romans chapter 10, verse 13. You can find it in Luke chapter 11, verse 37. Acts chapter 5, verse 32. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8 through 16. Like I said, some of these things we might not read today. I know it sounds better to read them which is why I do. But I wanted to just start off telling you this first. Then if we have some time, we'll go back and read these. And it's not going to be a very long show, I promise. <laughs> Another myth, family, is that, oh, this is this is the one I hear a lot. People are advertising it on Facebook and on Instagram, and I see it in the movies, I see it on TV, it's everywhere, and folks say it. And I know they mean well, but they know not what they say. But they always tell you to trust in your heart. Boy, have I been deceived many a times on that. But why is it that we don't trust in our heart? Now, I do and will read those because this is one major one that I know a lot of you are still doing to this day. And you see, well, my heart's never stared me wrong. I was right about this. I was right about that. <sighs> Let me tell you something about the heart before I read it biblically, which is the truth. We have, we are a spirit person in these bodies. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. You have gifts that were given to you from a child, from not even a child, from the time you were born in these bodies. When God breathed into your nostrils, his spirit and made you a living soul, as Genesis chapter two, verse seven says, you were made in his image and likeness, but you didn't have his nature. That's what the Holy Spirit, that's where the Holy Spirit comes in later when you receive Christ and Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you get baptized in his name which is Jesus or Yahusha. And then you receive the Holy Spirit. Now listen, trust in your heart. The Bible tells you to do the opposite of that, ladies and gentlemen. And for good reason, because, well, the creator of the universe tells us what he already knows, what's best for us, and he tells us why in his lovely book. Now, a lot of you aren't going to agree with that because you are your own human beings who like to think for yourself and base things off your own experiences. Yet, you still don't know what you think you know. And I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for all of us on that because we're human. Point blank and simple. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 26 says, He did trust in his heart, or let me say it again. He did trust in his own heart is a fool. Yeah, you heard that right. If you follow it in your Bible, he did trust in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walks wisely, he shall be delivered. Wisdom in the Lord is the first step to fear the Lord, right? The beginning stages of fear in the Lord is wisdom. Consider what I say, Paul says. The Lord give thee understanding in all things. And he will. Because we only know in part. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 
And if we don't have knowledge, we suffer. My people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. So what does this have to do with the heart, Jay? Well, Proverbs 28 verse 26 says, He who trusts in his own heart is a fool. But it also says, literally, but whoso walks wisely, he shall be delivered. Now let's go to Jeremiah because I want to show you how all this ties in about the heart. So turn with me if you will, if you're able to. If you have a Bible present or nearby, if not, if you're close or able to get online while still hearing this message or listening to this podcast, shall I say, that would be great. So you can follow along. But if not, you can listen to me for now and then go back behind me and check for yourself later. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 says this, ladies and gentlemen, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it let's read verse 10 to go with it yahuwah meaning the lord searcheth the heart i try the mind even to give every man according to his ways and and according to the fruit of his doings this is the lord saying all this he searches the heart But before that, what did we just read? That the heart is what? The heart is deceitful. That's the key words we need to be mindful of here. That's why the Bible says he who trusts in his own heart is a fool. Why? Because the heart is deceitful. Above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So. If you're leaning on your own understanding, as Proverbs tells us, that makes you a fool as well. Because you don't know all things. You didn't create the universe. You didn't create yourself. Now, I know some of these guys out here today will tell you, yes, you did. You're your own God. You just forgot. That's subject for another day. But Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says Trust in the Lord your God with all your heart And lean not unto your own understanding In all your ways acknowledge him And he shall direct your path Because he determines your steps Don't believe me? Let's go to Proverbs 16 Proverbs chapter 16 and let's read verse 9 a man a man's heart it goes the word heart again a man's heart devises his way that means he makes plans in his heart but the second part of that says but the Lord directs his steps some of your Bible says determines his steps so we can see from what we've read thus far about the heart trusting in it what it says that about trusting in your own heart you are what a fool but whoso walks wisely is also delivered right how does he walk wisely because he follows after Yah he listens to Yah he doesn't do things on his own he leans not on his own understanding because the heart is what deceitful above all things desperately wicked who can know it 
Only Yah searches the hearts of man and the minds of man. Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 says something else. Same thing. I'm trying to show you these patterns and, and what Yah has said from the beginning all the way to the end family. Like I said, we could talk about this way more in detail, but we just don't have that kind of time to do so. And I'm trying to cut things a little short, being that lately we've had some pretty extensive and very lengthy podcasts that enough of uh, if that will last you guys for however long these podcasts are up. And by the way, we're going to be making some changes to our show uh, to some of the things. Now, this this may not be of no coincidence to you all, but or consequence, shall I say, uh, not co- not coincidence. I had coincidence in my mind, but this may be of no consequence to you all. But um, the platform in which I do my po- uh, podcasts are going to be making some changes, and that's not going to take full effect until uh, June of this year. So there may be some change in the music. There may be some change in background. I choose all that myself. But um, I'm saying that to say this. I don't know what's going on this year. I know that I strongly believe, based on all the evidence that's that's pointed out in the Bible and then some of the things I've been dreaming and uh, the things that y'all has been showing me spiritually, this may be a year for our rapture. But don't get your heads soaked up around that just make sure you you ready in season and out of season like 2 Timothy 4 tells us more so what I want to say to you all is the reason why I think a lot of these changes are being made a lot of you all just say that's because that's just things you know um, upgrading and moving forward that may be partially the reason but I feel strongly a lot of the reasons why this is happening now because things are going to be changing drastically this year I don't know how long Favorite Radio will be up this is what I tell you all the time for good reason and today was it today or yesterday I found out about the changes that are going to be made on my platform and I've got well over well well over 300 episodes well over it I don't know exactly how many but that's enough to keep you busy for a while. And of course, now I'm going to be making provisions to, have to make sure all my stuff is intact. Okay, so if it's y'all's will, um, Favorite Radio will continue no matter what platform we're on. So I just wanted to inform you all because you're my fa- you're the Favorite Radio community. And I wanted you to know what was going on. So, now you know. You know about as much as I know on that end. But what you don't need to know, because I've already told you, is that I'm going to take care of it. Therefore, uh, while things are changing that are inevitable, I'm not going to wait around, sit around, and wait for the change. I'm going to be doing things on my end to sustain what needs to be sustained and maintained so that we can keep on having our show how about that but um getting back to our conversation getting back to our show the heart genesis chapter 6 verse 5 says 
And Yahuwah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart, of his heart was only evil continually. So you can see our hearts are not always the way to go. Matthew 6, 21 says, wherever a man's treasure is, there his heart is also. So wherever your focus is, whatever you do mostly, whatever you focus on, that's where your heart is. That's where your treasure is. Okay. So that's a good thing. It can be a good thing. If your mind is on the most high and your heart is, is set on him and you love him with all your heart and all your strength and all your might, like Deuteronomy says and tells you and instructs you to do, then that's a good thing because you are aligning yourself as one in your thoughts with your heart and centered on the creator of all things that's why you study to show yourself approved that's why you meditate let the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O Lord my strength and my redeemer Amen this is in the book of Psalms written by King David so this is what I want you guys to start focusing on where is your heart is it on Yah or is it on worldly things? Do you think of God sometimes, but you think of what you got going on in your life most times? If you are one of the people who do the latter, you're being honest, kudos to you. I'm going to need you to start working on your heart with the most high. If you don't know how to love, if you're having a hard time letting go of things that, that's causing you to feel un, uh, uncertain, doubt. If you even literally say, Lord, help me learn how to love again. There's nothing wrong with that because you're asking the right person, which is the creator. He can give you a new heart. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 says this along with other scriptures in the Bible. And I will go to Ezekiel real quick for a lot of you that need to hear this or any of you for that matter. Uh, just give me one sec. <laughs> told y'all I'm not the quickest page turner when it comes to the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26. This is what it says. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. See what I'm saying? Let's also read verse 27. And I will not see, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and ye shall guard my judgments and do them. Now, this is what Yah is telling Ezekiel. But at the same time, this is what he tells any of his, his children because he has no respect to persons, meaning no favoritism. What's good for one is good for the other as long as you're following his statutes, laws, and his commandments. If you have his spirit, it's going to be the same because he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He never changes and he's not a liar. So what he says he's going to do, he's going to do it because his divine nature is immutable, meaning it's unchangeable. And so if he will give you a new heart, all you have to do is nothing but ask. Just like he tells you to do in Matthew 7, verse 7 through 8. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall open. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. The world tells you to trust in your heart. That would be a myth. The facts is, the Bible tells you, don't trust in your heart because a man who trusts in his own heart is what? A fool. Moving on. 
I told you about meditation, but since that would be the next category, it says to meditate by freeing your mind on other things. No, that would be a myth for sure. Truth of the matter is we've seen that there is a, how can I put this? Well, let me say it like this first. We've seen that there's a connection between our obedience family and our meditation. Therefore, when we don't meditate on the word of Yah, we don't complete our goals. We don't complete. And we can't do that. And the most high wants you to meditate on the word because that's what he tells you to do in his Bible. In Joshua chapter one, verse eight, and nine, he tells you, I told you earlier, meditate. Uh, King David wrote the, uh, of ASAP, meditate the meditations of my heart. Let them be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength, my redeemer. Amen. Of course, the Bible urges you to meditate. Meditation is good. It's just that you don't empty your mind out when you do it. You focus on the word of Yah. You focus on Jesus. You focus on the Most High Himself through His Word. The rest of the world, they will have you believe that you empty your mind out and you just let come in it whatever comes in it. How careless is that? I'll tell you. It's extremely careless. <laughs> because anything can come into your mind if you're not careful who you invite in your space. Okay, you have to be mindful of what you're doing. Cannot just allow random spiritual forces to come upon you because you got some sage and you're playing some Buddha music right that's not how this works I know a lot of you think it is and I know a lot of you do that still now what you do is up to you J Rated R is not going to judge you but I am going to tell you the truth and the truth is going to do one of two things for you it's either going to make you free or it's going to make you mad and if it makes you mad and you don't like it most unlikely you're going to rebel Rebellion is a sin. It's likened unto witchcraft. Now, you may not believe that. Some of you are so in your feelings that you'll say things when somebody who talks about the Bible to you in, in, a, in a loving and strong, positive way by reading the scriptures that say it itself and not them taking the Bible and using it as their own personal whatever. They're reading it from the scriptures and they're telling you because it applies not just to you but to them and anybody else but a lot of you don't want to hear that and you're getting your feelings and you'll get mad and think somebody's trying to uh, you know judge you the bible talks about what's known as righteous judgment now if you want to know a little bit more about judgment you need to read the book of matthew chapter 7 okay i'm not going to do that i'm just giving you some pointers some pointing you in the right direction you can check it out now, there are many myths versus facts of Yah. And a lot of you will try to mix these two things together because you don't know enough of your scriptures to know any better. 
this is why Hosea 4.6 says what it says. It says people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. Now let's finish reading Hosea 4.6. Let me turn to it. So give me a second. Alright, so Hosea 4.6 says this. Sorry, I'm in the book of Joel. <laughs> Alright, Hosea 4.6. Obviously, you know the very, very, very first part of this. But let's hear it all. That, that particular verse my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge for lack of the knowledge because you have rejected the knowledge I meaning God will also reject you that you shall be no priest unto me seeing you have forgotten the Torah of your God Torah meaning the law so if you have forgotten the law of God and you're someone who's in the word that punishment is going to be a little more severe because you know better so when you know better therefore you do better but if you do choose to do opposite of that well there's consequences God is not to be mocked those of you who don't even know the law you seem to be more of a victim of circumstance because you do things based on your own standards based on what you consider right and wrong based on your own morality and you don't know the laws statutes and commandments of the bible because you don't study or read it so what umbrella you fall under is the fool who thinks he knows and thinks he's wise but he is a fool in the eyes of the most high and so it's not nobody denigrating or undermining humans need to stop thinking like that you've been given a very powerful and very awesome gift free will this is why the lord's prayer is an inv invitation for the lord to come into your life if you notice in the first part of that which i broke down i said it was five parts to it and it is that came to me by the holy spirit our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done see you're telling him, your kingdom come, your will be done. Come into my reality and make my world your world. Come into my life, interject on my behalf, intercede on my behalf, oh Lord, because I cannot do this by myself. That's what you're saying when you are basically doing the Lord's Prayer. In the first part of that prayer, that is, there's five parts to it, each describing everything in one. It's kind of like an exercise like burpees. Burpees, it may be that exercise you hate doing, but because it it, 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 it's basically when you do it, you're doing like five or six exercises in one exercise. So it's working the abs, the back, the legs, the, the, the biceps, the triceps, the chest. <laughs> it's, it's, that's why it's so difficult to do burpees at first, because you're, you're doing everything and you're building up your, your, your win. So your endurance and stamina. And so you're getting stronger, you're getting chiseled, you're building up your wind. You're doing a lot of things in one when you do burpees. Now, if you don't know what burpees are, it's those, when you stand straight up, you go straight down, do a push-up, come back up, stand back up. And some people can do it where they jump off the ground and come down. But burpees are you stand up, go down, push up, come back up, jump in the air, come back down, push up, stand up, jump in the air, come back down. You, you get what I'm saying? That's a burpee. Well, burpees, I use that as a, a little small example just now to say what I just said about what I just read to you in Hosea 4.6.
And so you have to be willing to receive what the Lord has been wanting to give you. You have to learn to want what he has to give in order for you to receive it. You have to appreciate it. You don't appreciate what somebody's doing for you or to the extent of how it's benefiting you in your life. Then you're going to walk around here talking crazy, acting crazy, looking crazy and being ignorant in the process. This is why people lack a lot of things because they don't have the correct um, certified amount of knowledge to lead them or guide them or help them get to the next level. Because often people hate to learn new things only because they're lazy or they rather just be content with what they have and where they are, not realizing that that could be a form of slavery, but they're okay with it. And knowledge is freedom. It's power. The more you grow, the more the more you know, the more you grow. And so it's, it's you know it's not about it's not about self mastery. It's about self freedom. To be in Christ may look like well I'm trading one slavery for another, but actually you're not. To be in Christ is to be free from the bondage of sin. Sin is equals death. For the wages of sin is death. That's in Romans chapter six verse twenty three. But the gift of God is eternal life. You get to be a God with power. You get to have the nature of the creator. You get to be forever. And you have peace, serenity, and love. What is sinful? I mean, excuse me. What is slavery about that? You'll be rewarded and crowned. Respected and revered. What is wrong with that? You'll have a mansion of your own. What is wrong with that? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Nothing will be forbidden to you in terms of whatever God has in store for you is yours. And nothing or no one can steal it, take it, harm you. No thief can get to it, the Bible says. What is wrong with that, fam? So when we talk about myth and we talk about facts, some of you are now going to say, well, if all of that, that what you just said and read in the Bible, if it's according to the Bible, it's this. But in reality, the way we see it in the world is that. How do we know the Bible is really, really what it really says it is? You got to put it to the test. Some of you say, well, I've done my research. I decoded that book. It ain't nothing but a bunch of fairy tales. It, 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 took, its, it took a lot of its knowledge from other ancient spiritual culture. Man, I done been down that road and back. Talk to me of something else. Miss me with all that. If you really want to go there, we can. And we can do it as brothers and sisters without all the argument, of course. Because I really want to help show you what I learned. And I don't mean I know it all any of that nature. I might learn something from you in the process. The point is... Stop trying to think you know what you know and leaving it alone and staying stagnated. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Because we get a little knowledge, we get a little cocky too sometimes, we get a little arrogant. We put our butt on our shoulders and we act like we know everything and we're too proud to learn something else. Well, you know what pride does. It's what leads to destruction, which leads and comes right before the fall. So, pick yourself up, humble yourself, learn something, get all you can, can all you get, Come to 
get the whole conclusion before coming to a matter. Excuse, I said that right backwards. <laughs> I'm Master Yoda now. What I meant to say was, get the whole matter before coming to a conclusion. And so, if you do that, you'll learn more. Yah is constantly expanding creation as we speak. Because he's in the Bible, it says he created things for his pleasure and his purpose. He created and formed the worlds. Notice the Bible will say worlds. So there's other planets and galaxies out there. He created them for his own pleasure. You'll never know everything or enough because he's constantly expanding and what he does. Now I know as a human. You can't even begin to fathom that right now. And you shouldn't. Because that's something that's in the, the far future. Something in a, in, a, in a far away galaxy. I feel like we're in Star Wars. When, when it first come on. Those words come out. Long time ago in a far away galaxy. Like you know what I'm saying. Like That's how I feel right now. Talking about the most high. Because he's just. you can't You can't limit him. You can't put a limit on him. That's why I don't like saying God. I call him the creator of all things. Because he is. And what little bit you think you know about him, you looking like a fool. Come out of your feelings and get back in the Bible. So. <sighs> what's coming upon us this year very soon and, and right now as we speak in a lot of places you can't even begin to imagine a lot of you can some of you can't but no one can actually know until they know that includes me okay like I said I'm nothing I'm nothing more I'm no better I'm, I'm neither better than you more than you I'm a man I'm, a, I'm an ordinary man in search of extraordinary things of Christ that's it and what little bit that he does give me I'm appreciative of it and I hunger for more, but not from a, from a, uh, selfish, self self-sustaining point of view. No, I hunger for him. I want to know more. I want him to share more. I want him to be able to trust in me to, uh, with the responsibilities that he's given me. And he knows me. He knows what I'm gonna do before I do it, but he wants to give us that sense of, presence being in the now making our own decisions without being forced to, to make them so he plays along and I have to say it that way because y'all knows everything so <laughs> for him to pretend like oh I didn't know that was coming next that's kind of crazy because he does he knows everything uh, he's omnipresent so he's, he's, he's omnipotent he's all powerful is what that means he's Omnipresent means he can be in all places at, at, at any given time, at all times. He's always everywhere. And he's omniscient, you know, omniscient. He's, 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 he's all-knowing. So, there's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't do. So family, a lot of you, I've noticed, um, may have had some dent, some, some run-ins yourself on social media where you see people are always quoting 
good speakers and motivational things. And I'm not to say this to knock nobody. Those things help a great deal. But you have to know where in your life to place those ideals. Because if you're going off of that and then saying, God bless this and God that, God blesses, yes, even the sinners. God will put rain on the just as well as the unjust. But he also tells us to be the difference between holy and unholy. And, and, and it's in his word, and especially in Leviticus chapter 10, verse 10. So what I'm saying is this. Just because God has blessed you, don't get in the habit of staying the way you are thinking he's going to continue. Because there's judgments that you will have to face if you don't repent for the certain things that you've been doing. And you don't want that. That's not a good thing. So rather than just <laughs> thinking, oh, it's all good. He loves me. He knows my heart. He knows your heart, but you're walking. You, you straddle on the fence between light and dark. Can't be a lukewarm person and say you love God. Can't serve two masters and say you love God. Can't drink water from the same well if it's got bitter and sweet. You can't mix the two. It's like trying to mix oil and vinegar. You can't be equally yoked with Yah and say you love Yah and walk in his statutes, commandments, and laws and saying you agree with him if you're doing the opposite of what he tells you to. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. There's no logic in that. So, we got some things to think about. We got some things to meditate on in the word. And he will give you revelation on those things. family we're going to go ahead and take another commercial break when we come back we're going to talk just a few more minutes and then we're going to close it out i'm your boy g read it all don't go anywhere fam we shall return after these messages stay tuned yeah g read it all here aka sincere Warrior for Yah, Lion of Judah. Y'all stand up for the King, Elohim. I got something I want to get off my chest. Oh yes, this is a blessing. Get the lesson. Uh-huh. Elohim is the King. Yeah, Elohim is supreme. Uh-huh. What do you believe in? Angels or demons, it started with Genesis, Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve versus the arch nemesis, Moses parted the sea, pardon me while I remember this, biblically reminisce, that spiritually the abyss is part of the reason, the heart of the heathen, and disguise as lies, despise the season, yeah, come on, Elohim is the king, uh-huh, Elohim is supreme, Say what? Elohim is the king. That's right. Yeah, boy. Elohim is supreme. Uh, yeah. The more that I glorify, praise, it seems the more that I share the same pain from stories high. I, I thank the Lord that I cry. It resembles rain before I die. In vain, I shall become the lost butterfly without shame. I'm the reformed dark lord who brought pain. Now I'm reborn in the lord of hosts. 
Thanks to the Holy Ghost who restored my soul from Sheol's flames. family we are back and uh thank you so much for tuning in to favorite radio i'm your boy j rated r and you are tuning in to favorite radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt we are presently talking about today's title which are the myths or lies of yah versus the truth or facts of Yah, biblically. The secular myth or lies of Yah versus the biblical truth, facts of Yah. And there's so many we can go over, right? Um, And like I've said in previous podcasts, especially the one where I talked about why is the Bible important? You should definitely check that out if you haven't already or to go back and get, you know, familiarized or acclimated with that podcast because I really gave some um, some deep reasoning why the Bible is so important. And uh, feel free to check that out. That's a podcast that we did on the show here mm, a few months ago. And so, um, you know, family, please take advantage of all these podcasts Because like I have been telling you, something is going down in the world. This is not conspiracy theories, ladies and gentlemen. This is not speculative. I guess it could be until it actually shows itself to or renders itself uh, to you. But for the time being, just for clarity and just for the sake of being uh, cautious, do not take these podcasts for granted. Take advantage of them. I would do my due diligence to keep all the work that I have put in this podcast for the last four going on five years. It'll be five years if it's y'all's will this July. This is a year where I told you at the beginning of the year and even at the end of the of last year uh, that we're going to start seeing a lot more supernatural things. There's going to be a little bit of realness versus uh, how should I put it? You're going to see illusions and you're going to see real things, but you're not going to be able to discern which one is which. You're not going to be able to differentiate or distinguish the difference unless you have spiritual discernment. Either way, you should take them both serious because if it's not real per se, that means that they're getting you prepared for what it is. If it is real, then it's already here showing itself to you and it's only a matter of time before it becomes even more realer. And so what is the it that I'm referring to? Well, a lot of you who are into the new age beliefs, which is not new age at all. It's all old information just presented to you with a new package for conscious aware uh, people of today. That's all it is, uh, is aliens. You've seen the UFOs. You've been getting sightings. You've been hearing reports, but you're going to actually see the entities. A lot of that will be Project Bluebeam, where there is technology that can project the illusions of things in 3D, which is the reality we live in, and it's going to be very real to you. You won't be able to know the difference. However, there will also be real entities showing up. And so I say that to say this. 
the Bible is accurate in all formalities. It has been telling you this since it has been in existence from all throughout the timelines of old up to now and beyond this timeline. Things are coming true as we speak. You see it all throughout the scriptures. Again, for those of you who think the Bible is just for folk tales, it's just a good moral book, or it's just a book to keep you under more mind control, you keep thinking that way, and you're going to be the least of the ones to know how to handle what is coming. You may have somewhat or a slight grip on certain things. You may know a little bit of the spiritual world, a little bit beyond the average person. I'm not saying this to insult anyone. I'm saying this because there's been enough ridiculing of Yah's word going on for far too long. And his real kids, his real people, his real soldiers like myself have to, you know, he doesn't need us to defend him. No, but we stand on what we believe and know is true because Yah is the truth. And there's no shame when it comes to those of us who rock with him. Now, that could be any of you that rock with him. Like I said to, to you before, there's no respect of persons. There's no favoritism. There's no specialty or uh, uh, whatever going on. You can be just as much the unique person you were created to be in his image and likeness from the jump. You just have to want it. You have to seek it. And you have to be willing to sacrifice certain things in your life, not people, certain things. Okay, let me emphasize and, and be clear on that. Uh, but... Nonetheless, you need to know what you need to know. And it's my job and it's my duty to give you that, whether you believe it or not. Because, again, I don't want nobody's blood on my hands because I, I withheld information that was pertinent for their salvation. Whether you choose to walk in that light, that is up to you. I pray to all of you, especially those of you who have a soul. OK, because I know I have some people probably listening that's not quite people. All right. You seem to draw the attention of the darkness or not so much the darkness, just entities in general, that's intelligent because they are curious as to what you're saying. But when they start seeing you get a little bit of leeway, a little bit more airtime, a little bit more uh, attention from fellow humans, brothers and sisters of all walks of life and ethnicities, creeds, nationalities and colors, then you start becoming somewhat of a target. They want to know what it is that you're giving out. What are you putting into the ears of listeners uh, if you are considered a threat or if you are on the side that you say you want? And they will test your temperature to see where you are. They'll come into your dream time. They'll approach you in, in, in the disguise of a civilian. They'll they'll come. There, there's so many ways they can test that. OK, and they can see you from the astral plane. They can see you through remote viewing. They can see you from where you cannot see them. OK, as the Quran says also about the jinn, uh, these things are all true, family. No matter how you try to wrap it up, what kind of format it may come in, there's always truth in all of what's being said, just for the simple fact that it's nothing new under the sun. The fact that it can even be imagined or mentioned tells you there must be some dimensionality of it that's actually true. Maybe what parts of it you do not know, well, that's for you to find out. If it be y'all's will and if it be your will too, to find out, because like the Bible says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall open. So if you're looking, you'll find it. Trust me. The question is, are you ready for what you may find at the other end of that door? And that's not a fear mongering I'm doing. That's a let's be real about this. Let's be cautious about this. Let's not take this for granted. Let's not come into this with laugh kicks and giggles and think it's all just for for, for play and entertainment value when in fact 
it's more than that. You don't want to go playing around in the spiritual realms because if you don't have the protection of the Most High on you, you could really uh, end up in some bad shape. Let's just say that, okay? There's nothing to play with. These beings are for real. They know what you don't. And that's why we have these type of these type of talks. So getting back to the truth and the myths, you guys have conjured your own gods, a lot of you. You want to believe what you want to believe. You feel that you know the source better than what a book can tell you. And yet here we are. People are still saying the same things they were saying under the sun many, many millenniums ago. And test the spirits is all I can tell anybody. Test the spirits, you know. A lot of you have all these different explanations why certain things happen. I've given you quite a few myself, just from personal experience, but I'm still learning. And I have a lot of friends, family. I don't have a lot. Let me let me let me let me reiterate what I'm saying. I have friends from different backgrounds that have different belief systems. Let's put it like that. Do I still love them? Of course. I don't treat them. I don't talk to them any differently than I would anybody. Um, They need to know where I stand. I I need to know where they stand. And if they still can be my friend without interfering with what their belief systems are, as long as that doesn't infringe or infringe um, upon our our friendly relationship, so be it. I'm all for it. But I still will tell them what I think if I'm allowed to speak my mind in a respectful manner and vice versa. And that's what being real friends is. However, there are going to be times and cases with friends as well as even family members that those things are going to cause you to separate and go your separate ways. There's going to be differences rather than indifferences. There's going to be uh, disagreements and it's not going to always be in a respectful manner. Because people usually, when it comes to spiritual matters, that is, of course, it's more personal. It's emotional. There's a tie or a bond to it that basically puts emphasis on one's life. And some of these matters, especially when it comes to religion, we know that can cause civil war, unrest, dissension and separation. And that's what's going on in the world is that we're going to end up having a religious civil war. And we've seen all the signs through predictive programming. They've told you all through the movies, The Purge, through the movie Civil War, through many prophecies that came in earlier movies and predictive programmings. But see, here's the problem. If you're going off of what Hollywood is showing you and you're trying to use that as a measuring rod and you don't know any better, you can get sucked into what they want you to believe and what they want you to think it as rather than you seeing it for what it really is through biblical prophecy. This is why I urge you all to come out of the Hollywood sometimes. Come away from the TV for a little bit. Get off the phones. Get some fresh air. Talk to the creator for yourself. Ask him, show me what it is I need to know. Show me the truth of what's happening. Show me in your word so that I can compare what the devil is trying to use as truth and what he's using as lies to predictively program and get me conditioned for his coming. And his arrival, because the the bottom line is this and the universal law, the devil still has to tell the truth somewhat. So he will put it in movies. He'll put it in cartoons and music. But you just have to pinpoint which part is true and which part isn't because he's not going to give it all to you. He just doesn't do, do that. Only the most high gives you the truth with no lies. And so that's why I say don't 
just go off of what the world point of view is in terms of these things. Get it biblically first and foremost. Make that your first and your last to go to source and comparing other sources, other religions, other spiritual doctrine. Because when you do that, you're healthier in your belief system with Yah when you have a bond and connection with Yah. And then you can start seeing how all these other things are grabbing from the Bible versus the Bible grabbing from them, as a lot of you still think. Because to some of you, you're looking at the Bible in a religious point of view, not as a spiritual one. So you're saying Christianity is the youngest religion. You'd be right by saying it in those terms. I've even told you that in past uh, podcasts. But you'd be wrong to think that the, the, the aspects of the Bible stole or took from the Egyptians or from the Hindu gods whom you deem to be the oldest of all the things that's going on. And if we're being honest, the Hinduism is the oldest religion. Therefore, Christianity being the youngest, no one wants to take it serious because they think, oh, they plagiarized, they took, they this, they that. And so Jesus is really Horus. Jesus is really Krishna, blah, blah, blah. That's the mind control. Guys, I had to come out of that. I've been studying Egyptology for, 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 for 20 plus years. Longer than that. Okay. Since 2000, I really got deep into the studies. Just like, you know, but, you know, like I told you, I had to come out of religion. I had to come out of a lot of things. And I delved into some things that I didn't even know were dark. And then when it was a little darker, I delved a little deeper. I got a lot of knowledge out of it. I saw a lot of things from it. A lot of it made sense until it didn't make sense anymore because here we are full circle again talking about Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why is Jesus always showing up from other perspectives? What what makes this being different from those beings? What makes him outside of an ascended master? What makes him just not one of the bunch or the many? I'll tell you why. Because he is the most high himself incarnated as a man. And it's more to it than that. When you study the scriptures, not just read a book or two or a, para a paragraph here or there or go on Google and hear what somebody else had to say. Or you do a little decoding and then boom, you think you know it all. That's not how this works. I told you I've been putting respectfully years of study into this. And each time I'm learning something different on a different level from a different perspective. And that can go in a variety of ways. I had to go through a lot of the mystery school teachings of different schools of doctrine and other spiritual teachings to get back to the Bible. That's how deeply layered this thing is. And you don't even understand that book you call a Bible, what's in front of you. It's a literal, alive, spiritual, divine book with so much knowledge and it's so widespread and it's so encoded that there's no way you could say you read the Bible and you know everything in it. A fool would say that. Only because he doesn't know all what he needs to know. Especially if you don't have the spirit of the most high in you to reveal those deeper, deepening secrets that even Satan and his boys don't know. And the things that he do know, you think he's going to tell you? No, of course not. He'll give it to you in a very... Well, 12 o'clock family, you know it's prayer time. But before I say what I need to say in that, he'll give it to you in a very low, sugar-coated type of way. So I'm just telling you, family, don't believe the hype. You don't know what hype is until you start getting introduced to it. So I'm not going to hold that against nobody because even I am still susceptible to a lot of these deceitful and 
amazing introductions to the spiritual world. You have to use spiritual discernment, man. It's the only thing. Because if not, you're going to be sucked in. You're going to be falling for the okie doke. The devil is, man, let me tell you something. This dude is super brilliant, man. This guy is, this these beings, period. But he's a bright one. He was the brightest at one time in terms of it being in his category, right? Never brighter than the most high. Obviously, no one is touching him. But he was the one that got to shine his light on the throne of God to give praise to God. That's why his name is Halal, coming from the word Halal or Halal or Halil, meaning to celebrate, to praise, to worship. Think about that. Hence, the word celebrity comes from the word celebrate. He loves to be worshipped. He loves to be praised. At first, he was the one giving praise to Yah. Hallelujah. His name is in the word hallelujah. Meaning give praise to Yah. All praise be to Yah. Now, when you take Yah out of it, it's just praise. Now, who was he giving praise to? Himself. Because he found the iniquity was found in him. And he became self-aware. And even got to the point where he was being conceited. Cocky, arrogant, narcissistic, heady, haughty minded. This is where all those traits come from. So be careful to always humble yourself and not to get so arrogant and pompous in your knowledge and your looks and your success because now you're taking on the attributes of the dark one. And you open yourself up for pride as a sin and boasting. And this is how the evil ones can attach themselves to you. And you won't even realize it then your behavioral patterns over time will start changing. You'll become even more of an a-hole. You'll start just looking at yourself and thinking everybody else is the problem and never looking at yourself. This, these are things to be mindful of, family. No one is criticizing anyone, but if you need to hear righteous judgment, there it is. The Bible will tell you this. Not J-rated R. I'm nobody, but the word of Yah is everything to everybody who will have him and know him as their Lord and Savior. Now, if you're on the side of kingdom darkness, hey, that's your business. That's your prerogative. I would love you to come on back to the right side, and that's the Christ side. But if you think that's the side that you want is the real side. And listen, when I say the side of darkness, that doesn't mean that I'm calling you uh, a, a, a worshiping, pledging Satanist. Do you know you can still be on the dark side even when you think you're on the side of light? Because a lot of you say, well, I'm a good witch. I, I, I practice the, the light. What is that? It's still witchcraft, right? Deuteronomy 18, you should read it all the way to Deuteronomy 20. Listen, it's all in the scriptures, not just in Deuteronomy, but all throughout the Bible. A lot of you don't even know what witchcraft is because it's so widespread. It's so stockpiled. You have no idea what it consists of. And some of you, like I said, you've gotten results from it. It doesn't seem harmless. That's how the devils lure you in. And they make you think that you are always the one in control. Well, I can astral project it well, or I can look into people's lives. I can see auras. Fam, I didn't did that stuff. Yes, you have the abilities to do it. But a lot of times when you're delving into that side of things, you're not in control. You may think you are, but the whole time it's the dark one that's guiding you into it without you even being aware of that. He doesn't want you to know that he's behind it. He wants you to do whatever you want to do as long as it has nothing to do 
with Jesus Christ. He don't care what other religions, what other spiritual non-denominated, what what if you're atheist, agnostic, if you're a witch, if you're a warlock, if you believe in the jinn, if you this or that, he don't care. It all falls under his category. The one thing that doesn't fall under his category is Yahusha HaMashiach. The kingdom of heaven, Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Lord, one who died on the cross. That's the one he don't want you to look at. That's the one he don't want you to go to. That's the one he don't want you to realize the truth from because he's the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by him. There's many ways to go to hell. There's only one way to go to heaven, ladies and gentlemen. And that's in your Bible in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. That's in your Bible in John chapter 14, verse 6. John chapter 10, verse 10. John chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Romans 3, 23 is what we are. For all have fallen short of the glory. Romans 6, 23 talks about for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. How do you get it? Through grace and faith in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for your sins. He was sent here as the only begotten son. John chapter 3 verse 16 and also read John 1 John chapter 3 verse 16 and watch how similar those two chapters are. The Bible is a guide. It is a law and book of instructions. Hence, this is why we say things like the Bible acronym means basic instructions before leaving earth. You want to know what it is? Read 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 and 17. Read all of it. Take your time. Get a translation. If you can't deal with the King James, get you some translations. Get you some hexacons, some concordances. To save you money, use the, 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 the descriptions of what I've given you in other podcasts. Blueletter dot, uh, blueletterbible.org. Biblehub.com. Biblestudytools.com. Like, use these things to your advantage, fam. Do the research. We're going to have another They Live podcast come out soon. I'm going to go um, revisit some of the past. That's why I keep giving you guys links to the older podcast we've done on the show years ago or a couple years ago or three years ago because it's still relevant and you need this information. Now, sure, you may hear a difference in how I delivered things back then. For those of you that don't know, your boy was cussing. Okay. My heart was in the right place, but my mouth, well, sometimes it is what it is. However, nowadays, I'm trying to do a lot better with that. So you don't you don't hear profanity and people are taken away. Some people are, are taken by that. It throws them off if they're Christians. If they're worldly people, they can relate to it because they say, well, he's down to earth, but he's still speaking the truth. My job is to blend all these worlds together to lead you all to one thing. And that's Christ. That's it. That's it. And give you the truth, baby. We talk about everything. We still, we don't get away from nothing. If it's sex, if it's money, if it's greed, if it's power, whatever it is, if it's outside of the box of thinking, we all about it here on Favorite Radio. That will always be the thing or the case with us as long as we have a show. That's never going to change. That's always going to stay solid in its foundation. The only thing that's changed is me becoming a better man. That's it. At least that's what I'm attempting to do through Christ. And that's all it is. And I've given you the real rundown of these terminologies that a lot of people are using. Christ consciousness is the Holy Spirit, but it needs to still be explained thoroughly and correctly. So you don't be misled or misguided by the wrong thing. 
thinking that you're attaining the Holy Spirit and saying, oh, it's just another way of saying Christ consciousness when it may be one of the fallen ones leading you away from that through Kundalini, which is not the Holy Spirit, but is a counterfeit Holy Spirit. Get what I'm saying? So a lot of people are Gnostics. I've studied a lot of the Gnostics. I know what that consists of. I know what it looks like. And there's a lot of truth to it. But there's also deception. And you're saying, well, how is it that what you're saying is true and the Bible's all real? I've been giving you all this explanation for I don't know how long. But if you're someone who hasn't literally been on listening to my show, well, you're going to walk in on the tail end of this conversation and you won't get it. So we're going to do a revisit of They Live. For those of you that don't know, it's a 1988 movie that came out with Riley Piper, who used to be a wrestler, professional wrestler. It has Keith David. Uh, these are two of my uh, favorite actors in the day. Growing up, I was a young kid watching these movies. So um, what looked to be a flop, low-budget movie back in the 80s is now one of the most respected widely renowned movies of today sometimes family information is not for that generation and at present sometimes information is for the future generations because that's who it's going to apply for it applies to all of us so don't be so quick to throw things away that's why i say whatever doesn't resonate with you now don't throw it away put it to the side because it may be what you need for later case in point they live is a classic movie i recommend you all look at it Family, we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about this myth versus facts. And then we're going to close it out. I'm your boy, J. Read It All. Don't go anywhere, family. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. It's your boy, J. Read It All. And I just want to give you a real quick prayer. Prayer for your life, prayer for your day. Wake up in the morning, be thankful, even if it doesn't seem like there's nothing to be thankful for. Because the number one reason why we should be thankful is we're still here. We're breathing the most highest, beautiful air that he breathed into us, according to Genesis 2, 7. And he made us and formed us from the earth, according to Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 1 through 6. Now, I'm not going to give you scriptures. I'm just going to simply say a good prayer, a nice prayer, and the Holy Spirit so that you can have a better day, a blessed day. And you all know, if you don't know, I've done podcasts that's talked about the power of prayer. So here it is. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you very much for getting me up out of bed every day. Your will be done, not mine on earth as it is in heaven. I want to thank you for all my infirmities. I want to rejoice in my sufferings because I know the blessings are coming afterwards. It is just a form of discipline for us to learn what your son, Yahusha HaMashiach, a.k.a. Jesus Christ, had to go through. And I ask that the Holy Spirit lead my words to touch the hearts of those who tune in to Favorite Radio so that they can share the gospel with their friends, their family, and may you bless them, Lord, in their finances, in their life. May you take their depressions, their insecurities, their angers, their depressions, and bind them and rebuke them 
in your holy name. I ask you, Most High, through your Son, Yahushua Mashiach, Jesus Christ, to bless all those who they come encounter with, to give them an anointing and to reveal yourself to them so that they may have an encounter with you personally, to know you are the way, the truth, and the life, according to John 14, 6. Thank you very much, Father, for all that you do. Thank you for Fable Radio and the Fable Radio community. And I thank you for my life, my family, my friends. And I forgive those who trespass against me. In your holy name I pray. Amen. You see, guys, it's just that easy. It's not religion. It's just having a relationship with the Father. What, in which he wants to have with you more than anything. So take this time. Pray without ceasing. That means to pray continuously. Keep them on your mind. Morning, afternoon, evening, and night. In other words, all day. I'm your boy, Jay Reed. All you are tuning in the Favorite Radio. That's my prayer to you all. Y'all stay blessed. So here it is, family. Um, be mindful of the things that are going on right now in your current and uh, pre- well. Be mindful of the things that are going on around you. I cannot stress enough the times we're in. A lot of you are so used to hearing my voice tell you these things that I'm probably I probably wouldn't be off very much for some of you I can't speak for everybody you can never say this about everybody but there's always one and 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 I pray that it's not but some of you are so used to hearing some of the things I've tell I've told you on this podcast show that it's become a cliche you've gotten used to it it doesn't have the impact that it should and that's not good that means you become numb to a lot of what's going on right in front of you as we speak it's going to take some shaking up by the most high and this is what he does predict will happen he's going to be the one doing it in order for his people to come back to him he's going to have to allow the enemy to get to you first a lot of you those of you that are solid all the way in stay that way keep praying for those who aren't there yet and I will do the same because our brothers and sisters need us man we need each other because we too can be subject to certain things if we allow ourselves to be sucked into this matrix Satan has got some awful terrible things planned for us and we will not claim that because we are children of the most high but we are also warned of the most high to not allow these things to come to us as if they were something that we should be suddenly shocked and seen prayer can avoid a lot of these things whereas a lot of things prayer won't avoid because it's things that the most high says he would have to do in order for things to take precedence and where we're going So you can understand my position and why I'm saying what I'm saying, family. The next podcast show we have, we're going to be talking about some of these things. Um, I did tell you all at some point, I didn't say when, but hopefully if it's y'all's will going into the next week, 
will be doing a little bit of a spinoff on the Superman show that I did back in 2021. And, um, but we'll be talking a little bit more about bringing it up to date on the fallen angels, Satan. We talked a little bit about that also in the first show of Superman, the true story of Superman. However, we talked more about him. We focused more on him and how he was more of a, uh, an, an exact duplicate or a replica or copy in a mirrored parallel sense of Christ himself. Stemming from the names all the way to the position that he was in and all the other stuff in his home and all that. Um, but a lot of you seem to have really loved that show. So I'm, I'm, I'm very taken by that in, in a complimentary way because, um, as I said this back then, I didn't know that the DC Marvel comic universe, if done correctly, I didn't know it would have the impact that it did on the audience. And I'm so thankful for you all that uh, I appreciate you really um, telling me how you felt about that. You gave me your feedback and it, it, it's I really appreciate it. Nonetheless, the most high is working through us on this show. And I want to try to clean my show up to a degree where I want it to be a show that he doesn't mind dwelling on with his anointing. Family, prophetically, I can only share what the word says. If I have a dream that's meant for you all, if I get a vision, which I haven't had a vision in a long time. But if I get a vision and it's from y'all, you always test the spirits. I'll share it. If he if he says share it. If it's something that the people need to know, they're not gonna do it. But I want you to take this time to acknowledge the things we've talked about. What are the myths versus the facts? A lot of you wouldn't know the difference. Because if in order to know that, you have to read the word. I could expound on this show a whole lot more today, just on that subject, but I purposely said I wasn't going to do it. I just wanted to give you a little bit of something to think about. And so we're going to go ahead and cut the show off at this point. I wanted to conclude that. Uh, I want to close it with prayer, if I may. And um, I would love to hear from you all about what you think. And please, like I say on all the other shows, support by sharing. Sharing is caring. It shows your support for the most high it shows your boy here um through the analytics that this is getting to become widespread and it really helps your fellow brothers and sisters a lot of them may not be getting this type of information they may be getting a, a little bit here and there they may get you know a twist just just introduce them to favorite radio tell them about me let them know about what we represent we talk about any and everything a spiritual show based on the most high yah we do a lot of scriptures and breakdowns we talk about other things too to show you how it all coincides or if it doesn't coincide that's stemming from other religious doctrine and so we use modern day things that we can see that we can experience and interact in our own reality and show you how it's relevant in the bible so family please um Check us out. Share our podcast. Okay. On that note, dear Heavenly Father, Abba, we thank you so much for your grace. We thank you for your son. 
We know that there is no other way to get to you except through him, who is you also. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, that is given to those who really want and seek you, who have been baptized, who have been reemerged through Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and verse 13. We also thank you, Father, for showing us through your other servants and prophets and prophetess and oracles what is to come. You tell us how to test the spirits, how to deal with them, how to put on the full armor of you and how to battle and combat the fallen opponents. We thank you so much for this. And I thank you. Father, anybody that hears this message, let them be touched by you. Let them be touched by your spirit. Let them be touched by your presence. Tug at their heart. Interceding prayers. Let it be known. Let anyone that's about to go down the wrong path or, or, or even may lose their life behind this. Let that not happen. Let you intercede on their behalf. Get them over to your side. Make them a son or a daughter and a warrior for you in whatever way you see fit. And I ask you to bless this podcast and put it on the hearts of those that are listening to share this podcast with their fellow brothers and sisters, their comrades, their acquaintances, their parents, their family, whomever. Their lovers, let it be known, let it be heard. In your mighty name I pray through the Most High, you, through your son, Yahushua Mashiach. Amen. There it is, fam. That's simple. And it's real. Y'all stay blessed. Be ready. And be aware. Love you all, man. Take care. I'm your boy, Jerry. It all signing off, saying to all those, peace, God bless, and namaste. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, it all here. Yes, sir. Here, ready to give praise to the most high, y'all. Yahuwah Elohim, Supreme King. Hey, yo. We gotta get our life right. And I mean in every sense. That walk gotta be straight. Can't be hot or cold. You know what I mean? Talk to him. But let me talk to you for a minute. Yeah. Try to keep you out them streets. Out of them worldly ways. That's right. No. Check it. Check it. Get your life right with Christ. Why waste your time? Don't waste time. Yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. That's right. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Wasting time over there. What's going on? Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Hey, y'all. Get your life right with Christ. Why waste your time? What you call normal, I call divine. Nothing's informal, only in mind. All these mere mortals be seeking a sign. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I am Hasatan. Poor little humans. You didn't turn to Christ. Now your souls are mine. Especially you. I can't stand that J. Reed at all. Uh, yeah, he warned you. Yeah. But you didn't listen, did you? <laughs> now, waste your time. Now, denounce Christ and turn to me. All of Get your mind right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Come on. 
That's right. Get right with Christ. Leave that devil alone. And y'all gotta watch your tone. Because all that speaking evil and shunning people will leave you blind. You calling heathens evil, that's people even on demon time. You know why? Yeah. Cause all the deacons speaking with pastors preaching the feeble minds and the pews and steeples the sheeple seek them using the evil eye. Yeah, it's crazy. All the lethal reasons for leaving being because of lies. If you don't believe them and see them again, yeah, you're about to die. I kid you not. Cause Jesus said to the Jewish people, redeemed from evil, believe in lies. You sleep with demons who creep in dreams when sleep arrives. Forget that. Get your life right with me. You ain't worthy. Come and get some of this hellfire. <laughs> Get your life right with Christ, why waste your time? Get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Uh, get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Come on. Get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Yeah, get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. time.